It's time for High School Football on The Breeze 94.5. High School Football is brought to you by the Platte River Radio Sports Sponsors, local businesses supporting local athletes. You can also listen to this game online at platteriverpreps.com. Check out all of our sports broadcasts and the live scoreboard. Now let's get to the field for tonight's game on The Breeze 94.5. And hi again, everybody. Welcome to high school football coverage here today on The Breeze, KLIQ 94.5. We're in Blue Hill. This is a second-round game in Class D2 of the St. High School football playoffs today as the Bobcats of Blue Hill get set to take on the Cardinals out of St. Mary's. I'm Mike Will. I'll call the play-by-play for you this afternoon. Jimmy Purcell joins me alongside our pregame show today here on The Breeze is brought to you by New Tech Seed. Your yield leader, contact Terry and Jason Stark or a New Tech Seed dealer near you. Both of these teams are coming in with a mark of eight wins and one loss on the season. Losing during the regular season, St. Mary's dropping a 36-12 decision to Bloomfield in their uh, third to the last game from the end of the year. St. Mary's knocked off Eustace Farnham in the opening round of the state playoffs last week, winning by the score of 54-6. to they're a team that averages about 38 points per ball game on offense. They give up 18.5 on the defensive side. Blue Hill losing one game during the regular season. That was to Lawrence Nelson, 28-23. to In fact, the exact same weekend as the St. Mary's suffered their loss during the regular season. Blue Hill coming back with a nice win last week over Paxton, 43-14 to to start the state playoffs. Blue Hill a team averaging 41.3 points per ball game on offense giving up just 14.5 on the defensive side. So, Jimmy, a pretty good matchup here in uh, Class D2, second round of the state high school football playoffs. And I can hardly believe it. It's already been seven years since Blue Hill has advanced past the uh, the second round of the state playoffs. It seems like just yesterday we were uh, doing these guys down at Memorial Stadium and their little run back in the uh, 2000s. But it's been seven years since Blue Hill has made it past the the second round of the state playoffs, they have a good shot here this afternoon. Well, they really do, and uh, wow, does time fly. fly. Uh, you just said that here a little bit ago before we went on the air, and I'm like, no, it can't be, but it is, and uh, it's, it's just uh, been amazing how fast things have gone, but the Blue Hill back in the playoffs now, that was 11-man back then, now this is uh, eight-man here, and uh, we was able to do the uh, Blue Hill game last week against Paxton, and uh, Blue Hill didn't do anything too flashy. They won't. They uh like to hang their hats on that rushing attack. They've got a uh, big size up front. They've got good blocking backs. They're re- really balanced as far as the rushing attack goes. Rouse will throw the ball around a little bit. We did see probably more passes last week than what he normally throws per game, but they were able to complete some defensively. They've got some guys out there. Carr on the end is a uh, dominant player, and then Colin Brown down inside on the defensive front. The O'Neill guys come over, and they go, is that guy really 6'5"? I said, yeah, he's been around the program since he's been a, a freshman. He's a big Clog in the uh, that middle for Blue Hill. He'll do the center job on the offensive side of things. But Colin Brown, 6'5", 300 pounds. Again, he's a Division One crew. Some teams looking at him very seriously, and uh, he's got the frame for it. You look on the other side with the uh, Cardinals, the guys in the red pants and the white jerseys just came on the field here a little bit ago. Uh, you, you talk about the size Blue Hill has, not the size St. Mary's has. They're a, a smaller team there on the front line. But uh, boy, there's going to be one guy that uh, when I looked at the numbers on uh, the Internet this week, one guy, we're going to mention his name an awful lot. That's Josh Cuddy, 
the senior quarterback. He has accounted for over 1,422 yards throwing and rushing this season. Not only on that side of the uh, the ball does he do well. Defensively, he is tremendous. He's their leading tackler coming in with 17 tackles on the season and four interceptions so he's always around the ball he's very gifted very talented they've got a lot of speed and listening to uh, the Doug and Daddy show earlier Bob Jensen on and Bob knows all around the uh, state of Nebraska but uh, he said that uh, Cuddy will be the guy that uh, will get in the action a lot you will hear his name a bunch and he is a tremendous on the outside with his uh, speed. So I look for an exciting ball game here. Uh, really two teams offensively. You talked about their averages coming in passing is uh, uh, St. Mary's at 67 and blue Hill, just a uh, not quite 60 yards per game. They like to run the football. So we could uh, see two teams really go back and forth up and down the field here today. Mostly cloudy skies, 65 degrees here at game time. The winds will be blowing out of the Northeast at about 13 miles per hour. Winner of this ball game will go on and play the winner of a Twin Loop and Garden County. That's a ball game is going on uh, later on tonight. Twin Loop and Garden County. Twin Loop, the uh, number one seed here on the, this side of the Class D2 bracket. But first things first, I think this will be a, a tough football game here this afternoon for the Blue Hill Bobcats. Again, both of these teams, eight wins and one loss on the season. We've got both coaches uh, standing by. John Coffey, the head man for Blue Hill, and Tony Allen, the head coach of the St. Mary's Cardinals. And our coaches' interviews today brought to you by Ravenna Sanitation. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure. Serving Buffalo County for business or residential service, Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local Yellow Pages. We'll take a one-minute timeout. We'll check in with the coaches as we continue on the New Tech Seeds pregame show on The Breeze, KLIQ 94.5. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit newtech at yieldleader.com. The undisputed Midwest yield leader. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. Our pregame show continues with uh, Blue Hill head coach Don Coffey and coach an 8-1 and record right now, picking up a win over Paxton last week, 43-14 in the first round of the state playoffs. Uh, talk about that ball game, your feelings on the contest. You know, our kids come out and they played really hard, you know, and I think our defense execution was uh, we had a pretty good plan going in and the boys did exactly what we wanted to and I think we shut the running, day, running game down and that was a big help for us in the game at winning the game. Yeah, your defense. Talk about that. Uh, six turnovers. You got three interceptions, uh, three fumbles in the ball game. Allowed only about to 200 yards in the contest. Pretty good numbers for your D. Yeah, you know we always talk about when you get a turnover, you need to capitalize a couple times. We ended up like on the six yard lines, and we never punched it in. And one time we were on the one. You know we need to capitalize on that a little better and finish that gym drives and score touchdowns out of them. Let's talk about your offense. Uh, last week, you had some big plays, four touchdowns of 34 yards or more. Uh, an explosive uh, outing for you guys. 
Yeah, you know, our our line blocked pretty well for us early in the game, and then later in the game, you know, they were trying to pack everybody in the box, and then we just went deep on them and scored a couple of touchdowns that way. So it was a good uh, mixture for us. You got your quarterback involved a little bit in the offense uh, last week. He ripped off a 68-yard touchdown run at the game's uh, first play and, and had a pretty solid day uh, behind center. Yeah, you know, John Rouse, he's pretty uh he's pretty competitive little guy there and um you know, he never played no varsity last year and he's picking the he's picking he's doing a great job for us and uh he's he's got good leadership out there for us. Pretty uh, balanced attack last week, two hundred and sixteen yards rushing and hundred and four yards uh passing. So were you pleased with what the offense got done last week? Yes, you know, we always talk about we just kinda of joke around a little bit and say if we can pass for a hundred yards and run up for over two hundred yards you know, anybody you play, that's going to be kind of tough for somebody to stop you. You really got your quarterback involved, like we said, uh, last week in the ball game against Paxton. Uh, just talk about that. Was that because of need or because of what John was getting done? Uh, it was a little bit of both, you know. The first play we had called out, we always know what the first play was. And their defensive uh, tackle, he lined up way outside. And it was just like somebody actually put in there. But it's just luck. He lined up outside and we just blocked and our two backs ran through the middle and opened the hole and you know, there's a huge hole, and he just ran ran for a touchdown, and that's how we hope it works next week also. All right, it's uh, St. Mary's here this afternoon, a team that is 8-1 and one on the season. They beat Eustace Farnham in the first round of the playoffs last week, 54-6. to six. What have you been able to find about uh, this group here? Uh, they're pretty run-heavy, about like Paxton. You know, I think they go for over 200 yards rushing, I think, and about 72 uh, passing, but... Um, they have a really good quarterback, number five. He's very shifty, and we're going to have to control him pretty well to have a chance to win this game. Yeah, his name is uh, Josh Cuddy. He looks like another uh, dual-threat type of quarterback. He's he's thrown for 600 yards, and he's he's rushed for 800. That's nothing new to you guys, though. Uh, well, you know, we uh, we want our defense to show up, and we always say defense wins championships, and we need, we need to slow him down. You know, if we can slow him down about 50 to 75 yards, we have a pretty good chance of winning the game, I think. Maybe on another guy in the backfield you might have to be uh, concerned about the uh, Pete Blumenstock guy. He's got 10 touchdowns, 734 yards is uh, what his numbers are. Talk about him. What have, what have you been able to find out about him? Well, you know, everybody starts keen on the quarterback, and then all of a sudden he pitches it to the running back. You know, he's he's about 5'10", about 175, and he's a sophomore. He runs hard, but, you know, if we can just knock one of the dimensions out, I think that'll be a big benefit for us. What about uh, your team? What's the attitude with your team preparing for uh, game number two of the state playoffs? Uh, we're pretty excited about it. You know, uh, it's been seven years since we never got through the second round, and um, this is our little goal we have, and hopefully we can get it done on uh, tomorrow night and, or tonight, and hopefully we can get past that second round. You got a home game to do it, too. Yeah, you know, we, I think at home we play pretty hard, and we always say, you know, we don't let no one take nothing from us from home, and well, we'll find out if the boys are ready, but I think they will be. What are you telling your team, Coach, uh, the keys to coming out here uh, victorious today? We just want them to try hard, give 100% effort, you know, and, um, you know, if we make a mistake, you know, just just forget about it and come back on the next play and do your best. And, you know, our, we are, we're pretty much a physical team, and we come out and play physical. There's not a lot of teams that want to play us, I don't think. All right, John, best of luck to you this afternoon, bud. Hey, thank you. Appreciate it. That's a Blue Hell head coach, John Coffey. We'll have more on today's pregame show right after this. I had some things bothering me, some pain, and doctors suspected that it was cancer. All of a sudden, I get a call, and I found out the cancer is moving to your lungs very rapidly. You need to go see Dr. Pornshaw immediately. 
I had knew about the Morrissey Cancer Center, yes. I had heard some good things about it. I didn't even think about going anywhere else. Chemo is very tough. They cared about every step of the process. They made you feel at home as, as well as they can in a cancer center. I had nine weeks of treatment and then you know we did a couple more tests down the road with them and then they said things started to turn around a little. It was, uh, I don't know, it's hard to describe. It was like a weight being lifted. It changes your life every minute for the rest of it. I'm Ronald Faber and I was treated here in Mary Lanning. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. And we're back on today's pregame show. We'll talk a couple of minutes with St. Mary's head coach Tony Allen. And coach, uh, just one loss during the regular season. That was the Bloomfield. Talk about your year so far. Well, I've, I've been very impressed with the boys. You know, last year coming off of a 3-6 and six season. And, and in, in those six losses, I mean, we had a lot of tough competition. But, you know, in those games, you know, we, we really weren't very competitive. Now, in some of those games, uh, Josh Cuddy, our quarterback, uh, was injured. Um, but still, you know, coming into this year, I told the boys, you know, uh, with 15 of our 16 guys back, you know, that's great that we're going to be a year older, but are we going to be a year better? And uh, I, I, I think the boys have come back a year better and not just a year older. Um, just in the, the preparation, um, when things aren't going well in the game, they don't hang their heads and just let the game get out of control. They battle back. Uh, even in that Bloomfield game, you know, I think in that first quarter, we just weren't quite sure how big and strong and fast they were. They were kind of on our heels, kind of feeling them out. Well, they gave us some haymakers, and we got just into a hole that was too, uh, too deep for us to get, get out of. But really, after the first quarter, um, <clears throat> we played them even 12-12. Uh, through the last three quarters. So, I mean, we did battle with them. It's just we started off too slow. You beat uh, Eustace Farnham last week in the first round of the playoffs, 54-6. to Talk about that ball game. Well, you know, for one thing, it was, it was way too hot for a uh, playoff football game. Uh, you could tell both teams that, that the boys were struggling with, with the warmth. I mean, it was mid-80s up here. And, and uh, you know, I, I think uh, – you know, Eustace Farnham had some size that we were a little worried about. Uh, I, I think our athleticism, uh, you know, helped us out quite a bit. And and, and, and we battle. I mean, the, the kids aren't intimidated by size. Um, they they know how to attack size properly. And and uh, I, I was pleased. I was pleased with how they play. They they really executed well. Which, you know, when it gets to this time of the season, like I told the boys, that everybody's good. Uh, you know in the playoffs, I said. So uh, it, it's about who can stay healthy, who can be most prepared, and who can execute their game plan the best. Talk about your quarterback, uh, Josh Cuddy. He's run for, what, 812 yards so far this year. He's thrown for 610 yards. Kind of a, uh, a dual-threat type of quarterback. Yeah, I mean, he, you know, he does a, he, he's a real good runner. I mean, uh, he, he's, uh, he's not a real big guy. And he's not super fast, but, you know, he, he really understands the game well. He has a very high football IQ, makes good decisions. And, uh, you know, he, he just knows what to do with the ball. Um, and, and he follows his blockers well. And I think what's helped him uh, as this year has gone on <clears throat> is uh, the emergence of, of Pete Blumenstock, our, our IVAC. Um, he's almost 
<clears throat> caught up to Josh in total yards this year. And, and I think uh, with Zach Weezy uh, emerging as, as a threat in, in the receiving core, that has really helped Josh. Where last year our, our passing game really struggled. You know, we had young receivers, inexperienced receivers. Uh, Pete was just a, ju- uh, just a freshman last year. And, and so teams could really focus on Josh. And then, you know, he got hurt and missed three games. Uh, where this year with those with, with those other guys emerging, uh, it's giving him more options in the pass game, and it's making defenses have, have to focus on more than just him in the run game. Now you move on to play uh, Blue Hill here this afternoon. What have you been able to, to figure out and uh, find out about the Bobcats today? Well, you know, they got some big guys. Um, you know, uh, number 50, uh, he's a pretty good, uh, big boy there at the center and nose guard spot. You know, we're definitely going to have to, to deal with him, uh, especially uh, when we're on defense. You know, uh, we, we have to somewhat maintain the line of scrimmage in those A-gaps. Um, uh, number 27, uh, 6-1-2-10, you know, uh, that's a pretty big running back. Uh, we did see a running back a couple weeks ago from Osmond, uh, the identical same size, that was a good running back. So it's kind of nice to have that, you know, just, uh, two weeks ago to, to kind of prepare you for, for a bigger running back. And then their other running back, you know, 6'3", 195. I mean, that's not too small either in, in uh, Class D, too. So, you know, we'll have our work cut out trying to stop their run game. Uh, I'm hoping that playing teams like Bloomfield, who is 95% run and even bigger across the line than, than, Blue, uh, than Blue Hill is, uh, hopefully those games helped us uh, for games like this, uh, a team that, you know, um, is going to probably try to run on us and try to control clock and, and, and uh, uh, shorten the game down. Yeah, Blue Hill was able to uh, get their quarterback involved in the offense a little bit uh, last week in that ball game against Paxton. That just adds uh, one more uh, head to the monster, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. I mean, what it does is, is it really puts your DBs and linebackers uh, – they, they can't pin their ears back quite quite as soon as the snap. Uh, they got to make sure that they're disciplined, that they get their read, and uh, so that, yeah, so they don't get a guy behind them. Because, I mean, they their receivers are good enough and athletic enough that uh, if, if you buy it on play action or, or if you don't make the correct read, uh, they can get by you. And, and uh, um, you yeah, know, then we're in trouble. I mean, that's the main thing with these guys is, is that if, if they're going to score on us, we got to make them earn it. It can't be something where we miss a read and get a guy behind us or we miss a tackle and someone goes for 50, 60 yards. Uh, it needs to be where, you know, we, we have to make them earn it. we got to make them, if they're going to score on us, it needs to be 10, 12 plays um, and things like that because the more plays that you can get, you can get turnovers, penalties, things like that that can stop a drive. So it would be very important that our, our guys in the secondary – are doing their read and then attacking the run. What are the keys in this ball game? What are you telling your guys today? Well, you know, just, we need to start fast. You know, we, we did not start fast, uh, fast against Bloomfield. We did not start fast against Osmond. Osmond, we were lucky enough uh, against Osmond to dig ourselves out of that hole. But, uh, you know, in the playoffs, it, it, that's not going to be as easy. So um, a, a fast start, you got to be disciplined. And we just got to execute our game plan and worry about ourselves 
and take care of the guy that's in front of you or the guy that's your responsibility. And I, and I, I think we'll, we'll have a shot uh, come fourth quarter. All right, Coach, thanks for your time. I think we're going to have a, a good ball game this afternoon, and good luck down the, down the road. All right, thank you very much. That's St. Mary's head coach Tony Allen. We'll have more on today's pregame show right after this. B&B Carpet. Shop us first or shop us last, and you'll find us to be professional and helpful as our customers have for 20 years. We thank you in advance for giving us here at B&B the opportunity to work with you for all your flooring needs. When it's time for flooring, come to B&B Carpet in Donovan, and you'll see why your friends say, that's where we always go. New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery certified and fellowship trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. They treat all surgical and non-surgical orthopedic and sports medicine needs. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Call New West Sports Medicine today at 308-865-2570 to schedule your appointment. That's 308-865-2570. Breeze 94.5. I'm Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell, and Gene Shaw back here in Blue Hill as we get set for the Class D2 second round matchup here today between the Blue Hill Bobcats and the Cardinals out of uh, St. Mary's. The other games going on in Class D2 today. Garden County is playing Twin Loop. That will kick off at uh, 5 o'clock this afternoon. The two winners will play in, in the next round coming up next week. Other games going on in Class D2, you've got Loomis. They are playing at Ansley Litchfield tonight. That's going to be a 6 o'clock ball game. Mullen is at home. They're going to take on Sandhills Thetford tonight. That game will kick off at 7 o'clock. Kicking off here at 4 o'clock is Fall City Sacred Hearts taking on Osceola. And kicking off at 5 o'clock tonight in Lawrence Nelson, it'll be Bloomfield, the team that beat this as St. Mary's team. They're on the road tonight playing at Lawrence Nelson. The other games in Class D2 will have Humphrey St. Francis at home. They'll play a why not tonight on a 6 o'clock ball game. And brooding Davenport Shickley, they are on the road tonight. They'll play at 10th-seeded Randolph. That will kick off at 6 o'clock tonight. So those are the games going on in Class D2 in the second round of the state playoffs. We've also got action tonight in Class D1. Alma is going to play at home tonight against Palmer. We'll have a game later on tonight on Classic Hits 98.9 KKPR. Kickoff time will be at 6 o'clock tonight. Other games in Class D1 in the second round of the state playoffs. You've got Chambers-Wheeler Central. They are playing at West Holt in a 7 o'clock ball game. Also at 7 o'clock tonight, over on uh, ESPN 1550 KICS and 1460 KXPN, you're going to have Elm Creek and Medicine Valley. Burwell is going to play at home tonight against Perkins County. That'll be a, a 6 o'clock start. Also in Class D1, you're going to have Humphrey Lindsay Holy Family at home to take on Guardian Angels Central Catholic. That'll kick off at 6. At 6.30, it's going to be East Butler at Heartland. Also at uh, 6 o'clock tonight, is going to be Lord Central Catholic. They'll be at home to take on Howells Dodge. And already a game is uh, underway in Class D1. It was a, a 2.30 kickoff today as a Creighton is out on top of Tri-County. They're in the second quarter. The score is 60-19. to 19. So Creighton has the lead in their second-round game over Tri-County. 60-19. to 19. That game is in the second quarter. But a good matchup, I think, here this afternoon, Jimmy, between uh, 
the Blue Hill Bobcats and the uh, Cardinals out of uh, St. Mary's. The winner will move on, and the loser will be uh, finished for the season. It's a uh, playoff football, and that's uh, the way she goes here. Well, it is, and uh, we talked to a couple of fans coming in here, and they talked about, do you guys do anything about St. Mary's stuff? No, we really don't, but uh, what we've done on research and stuff, I can tell him, and uh, like I did, Every playoff game you win, it gets a little bit tougher each and every week, and that's going to be the case. And uh, Blue Hill, uh, last week their victory against Paxton uh, played very well uh, defensively and offensively. And uh, you remember the way that game started out, John Rouse with about a 70-yard touchdown run, first play of the game, really kind of set the tone for the Bobcats in that that, uh, victory last week. But they're going to have to play good on both sides of the ball offensively. They're going to have to utilize the size. They're going to have to get the running backs involved, Dicely and – and uh, car, car, and bands also uh, getting them involved with the size, and then defensively going to have to play good on the uh, the other side of the ball as well because they've got the tremendous skill players on the Cardinal sidelines. And uh, again, Josh Cuddy is one guy to really uh, be concerned about. And then Pete Boomenstock, we didn't talk about him in the uh, brief minute we had uh, before the coaches uh, had their time, but the seven hundred. And 34 yards for Blumenstock. So going to be a uh, a handful for the Blue Hill defense. This is a, a good squad they'll go up against. Again, two 8-1 ball clubs. Sunshine, and now that's broke through the clouds. So going to be a great afternoon. Again, the winner moves on. They'll play either Twin Loop or Garden County in the next round coming up next week. We're sneaking closer to game time here in Blue Hill here this afternoon. Look at you the starting lineups here today for Blue Hill. At center is going to be Colin Brown. He's the big old boy we talked about in the pregame. Six foot three. 300-pound senior for Blue Hill. The two guards will be Ethan Sharp, 5'10", 165 and a junior, and Grant Struff, 5'11", 185 and a junior. The tight end will be McCoy Minke, 6'1", 170-pound junior. The wide receiver will be Trace Ockengay, 5'9", 140-pound junior. Running back will be uh, Trent Carr, 6'3", 195 and a junior. The quarterback today will be John Rouse, a five foot seven, one hundred fifty pound junior. Lane Dicely will be the other running back, six one, two ten, and a junior. And when they go with the three running backs, we'll see uh, Trent Court in the backfield, five foot eight, one hundred ninety pound junior for the Cats. Blue Hill on defense. We'll go with the uh, Cody Manns at defensive end, five foot eleven, one eighty, and a senior. The nose guard will be Colin Brown, six three, three hundred pound senior. Trent Carr will be the defensive end on the other side, six foot three. 195 and a junior. The backers for a Blue Hill today. Ethan Sharp, 5'10", 165 and a junior. Lane Dicely, 6'1", 210 and a junior. McCoy Minky, 6'1", 170 and a junior. And also uh, Trent Court, 5'8", 190-pound junior. And the uh, safety today for Blue Hill is going to be uh, Trace Ockengay, 5'9", 140 pounds and a junior. St. Mary's on offense this afternoon. At uh, center is going to be Will Atkinson. Atkinson is 5'11", 195, and a senior. Taylor Reiser will be one of the guards, 5'7", 170, and a junior. Jake Crumley will be at uh, left guard, 6'1", 190-pound senior. The end is going to be Zach Weiss, 5'11", 155-pound senior. The other end is going to be uh, Jack Raymond, 6'2", 165-pound senior. The running backs will be Pete Blumenstock, six foot, one hundred seventy pounds, sophomore. Andrew Thompson, the other running back, five seven, one eighty, and a senior. Then Josh Cuddy will be the the uh, quarterback today. Cuddy, six foot one, one hundred seventy pound, and a senior. Well, check the uh, starters on defense for St. Mary's. 
Basically, the uh, same guys as they'll go uh, both ways here today for the Cardinals. Jake Crumley will be at end. Will Atkinson will be a nose guard. And uh, Jack Raymond will be at the other end. The linebackers will be Zach Weiss, also Taylor Reiser, Andrew Thompson. And then the two uh, deep safeties will be Josh Cuddy and Pete Blumenstock. So that's your starting lineups here this afternoon. The Blue Hill Bombcats and the St. Mary's Cardinals. Blue Hill going to be dressed in their black football pants and their their blue tops here this afternoon with their white numerals and their dark blue uh, football helmets. The Cardinals obviously in their uh, red pants here this afternoon with their white tops and their uh, red football helmets as the the starting lineups being introduced in front of the house here at uh, Blue Hill here this afternoon. So round number two of the state high school football playoffs. And like we said, I think a good matchup here today between two uh, evenly matched teams, a couple of teams, eight and one. On uh, the season, uh, I think you're right, Jimmy. The two games that we played last week against Paxton and, and Eustis Farnham, great competition. But when you move along to the playoffs, you get a little tougher. And I think this game will be uh, tougher than we saw last week. Well, and it will be again. I believe Paxton's record coming in was uh, four and three, if I'm not mistaken. So, uh, not saying they were a less caliber team. They just had uh, less skilled players than what Blue Hill had. And, and Blue Hill went out and won that game uh, fairly easily. But uh, this is going to be a different match. And one guy you talked about who didn't see action last week was on the side. Sidelines. Trent Court, that's going to be tough. Trent Court and Trent Carr will both be on the field here today, getting Court back from an injury. I noticed last week he was on the sidelines in jeans, but he will be out there, and uh, he's a loaded 5'8", 190 pounds. They're going to be glad to have him back in on that defensive front. He'll also get in the backfield and relieve uh, Dicely and Carr in there at the backfield duty. So, uh, again, the size is definitely on the side of the Bobcats, but uh, you've got a lot of speed and skill players on the side of St. Mary's. So it ought to be an interesting ball game as uh, both teams have been introduced and getting ready for the national anthem. In talking with John Coffey this week, he, he said, don't be surprised that we run a little bit more wildcat offensively. We expected that last week in the ball game against Paxton. Didn't run uh, a handful of plays from the wildcat formation, but he expects to run a little bit more wildcat in this ball game against the uh, St. Mary's Cardinals here tonight. Right now we're going to have the playing of the national anthem, and then we're going to be set for football action here this afternoon. Uh, Bright, sunshiny day here in Blue Hill. Round number two of the uh, state high school football playoffs on the breeze. Now the playing of the national anthem by the Blue Hill Marching Band as we get set for football today on the breeze. through our on-field microphones here, Jimmy. Uh, winds out of the northeast at about 13 miles per hour, maybe gusting a little bit higher than that as we get set for the uh, ball game here this afternoon. It'll be right into the face of the team that's moving right to left. 
here on the uh, the football field here this afternoon. So the wind could be a factor here today, although both of these teams like to run the football. Well, they really do, and uh, we talked about it uh, earlier. Both teams are coming in uh, almost mirrored statistically per game of what they uh, averaged, 67 for St. Mary's and 58 for the uh, Bobcats. They, again, both hang their uh, hats on their rushing attack. St. Mary's won the toss. They will elect to receive here, so it will be Blue Hill kicking off with the wind at their back, and uh, St. Mary will uh, be fielding the football from our right to our left. I just was looking with the uh, glasses on the far side. Good to see the same chain gang crew is uh, there. They might be the quickest chain gang group that we've worked in any game in a many number of years. I know every one of them over there. I have not been able to get a hold of them to tell them to slow down. They've got the change running right along with the running backs in this ball game. But we're about set here for football. Should be a dandy here in Blue Hill. Pete Blumenstock, Andrew Thompson going to be your two deep backs here for as St. Mary's will settle back here at about the two-yard line. So, again, St. Mary's will be moving from our right to our left. And nice hospitality here in Blue Hill. They've already taken our, our halftime uh, luncheon order here. They're doing a little uh, barbecue over there. They've already taken our order for halftime. Might be an extended uh, music show there at halftime so we can uh, have a chance to eat uh, one of the uh, sandwiches. All right, here's the run-up in the boot now by uh, – Blue Hill, it's going to come to the near side, and it's going to go in and out of the end zone. Watching it go by him is going to be Andrew Thompson. So here comes the uh, St. Mary's offense out of the field for the first time, and you're going to hear a lot from uh, Josh Cuddy. Here's the quarterback. He's the guy that's going to uh, stir the drink, so to speak. This guy, he can he can do it all. He's got uh, running ability. He's got uh, passing ability. He's got some good people around him, so... Yeah, he's the straw that stirs the drink, so to speak. I guess so, the bartender, whatever. They've got a talent, talented group out there, and St. Mary's gets ready for the first snap. All right, they're starting from the 15-yard line. There's going to be one setback in the backfield now. As he drops back to throw, throws it out on the far side. It's going to be incomplete. Trying to throw it out there to uh, Andrew Thompson. Josh Cuddy misfires on that one. It's over his head. Incomplete pass, second down, 10 yards to go. This guy completed 55% of his passes during the regular season. And a second down and 10 yards to go. St. Mary's on their opening drive of the ball game. They got it on their own 15-yard line after the touchback on the uh, kickoff. In the backfield there for uh, St. Mary's is going to be uh, Zach Crumley, who's into the ball game now. He was not listed as a starter, but he's in there as a, one of the running backs. And here's uh, your quarterback, and it goes straight ahead. That's Josh Cuddy. And he gets a couple of yards, and that's all, all she wrote. So we've got uh, Crumley in the backfield, Zach Crumley. We've got Josh Cuddy as your quarterback. The court and cars on the uh, Blue Hill yeah. side of things. It's going to be a, a mouthful. One guy last week I was really impressed with on the left side, the left end, and that being Kyle Manns. He leads the team with tackles. He was in there and put a lot of a lot of pressure on the quarterback, was in the backfield almost as much as the running backs for Paxton. And on that first pass play from Cuddy, it was Manns that was in there putting pressure on him again. We'll watch him from the left side. Again, Colin Brown, a big big fixture in that front line for Blue Hill. Third down and nine yards to go. The ball is sitting at the 16-yard line of St. Mary's. There's a little pass swung out to the far side. It's going to be over the head again of his intended receiver, Pete Blumenstock. So St. Mary's going to go three plays and out here on their opening possession, and now they're going to have to punt the football away against this uh, stiff breeze, and Blue Hill should get great field position. Their deep man is sitting back here at the 40-yard line. Yeah, and that's Ockingay. He has got some tremendous speed, but again, Blue Hill, a good job on defense and uncharacteristic for St. Mary's throwing the football a couple of times, two incompletions. Now they're forced to uh, punt the football away, and again, Blue Hill will get great field position. Cuddy is also the kicker. He averages 27 yards per kick, and he's not going to make it to midfield. 
It's going to bounce out of bounds here on the near sideline at the 38-yard line. So, boy, just what the doctor ordered here for Blue Hill. They'll start in plus territory, first down and 10 at the St. Mary's 38. Well, and again, Brown uh, runs that uh, defensive front. He will run the offensive front. He will be the center. He'll snap the football to Rouse. And, again, they've got a couple of backs in there. They've got the size. We'll see what John Coffey elects to do here. It was Rouse last week that took the initial snap, went off right side, and went the distance for the touchdown. Now Rouse is going to switch out of everything here. They go go the uh, empty backfield. The man comes in motion. Here's Rouse with the ball, takes it to the far side of the field. Look out, 35-30, and he's down to the 27-yard line. Nearly got loose again. Finally, the tackle is made in there by Blumenstock. But outside, well, Blumenstock had to make a, a shoestring tackle there on the quarterback. Rouse, he nearly got loose and uh, duplicated what he did last week in that big uh, 70-yard run to start off the ball game. Dicely lined up at the slot on the right side and then came in motion across there, and he got out in front of Rouse, picked up a good block on the uh, the outside, and then Rouse took a downfield for about 11 first first down there across the 30-yard line on the move into Cardinal territory. Now they're going to go to this uh, Wildcat set. Here's Dicely, a direct snap to him, and he's going to take the ball to the 24-yard line where he is uh, spilled right there. That's uh, Taylor Riser into the stop. So they show the shotgun here early. Not the shotgun, but the Wildcat formation with uh, Dicely as the uh, Wildcat man, and he takes it for a couple of yards down to the 24 and Blue Hill will be looking at second down and eight yards to go. One thing with Blue Hill, the talent pool they have in their backfield and now having court back in there, it keeps the guys fresh. They can rotate them in and out. Remember, at eight-man ball, you got a lot of these guys playing both ways. they got to be in tremendous condition. Blue Hill comes to the line on second down and about eight-yard call. Rouse is back in there. He fakes the handoff now. Uh, he runs the ball himself across the 20 down to about the 18-yard line. Tackle is made by uh, Josh Cuddy coming up from his uh, safety spot to uh, make the stop there. For the uh, St. Mary's Cardinals, they're going to be close to a first down. They're going to move it third down and a yard to go. The ball is sitting at the 18-yard line of St. Mary's early in the football game. We're in the first quarter. Well, Blue Hill doing what they hang their hat on, rushing behind that offensive line, and their uh, host of guys that block real well out there. Now they look at a third down and one after a seven-yard gain by Rouse. Nicely again from the uh, Wildcat. He's just going to go uh, straight ahead, banging his way across the Uh, 15-yard line down to about to 14. It should be enough for a first down here. So Dicely takes it out of the uh, Wildcat, goes goes straight ahead. Boy, when you got a 300-pound center up there, Jimmy, why not? Big old Colin Brown paving the way there. A first down for Blue Hill, and the Bobcats are on the move. I'm sure when um, St. Mary's come out for the coin toss and they seen Colin Brown over there and they met up with him, they realized how big that guy is. He is a huge-framed individual. And uh, he did a great job there. Dicely picks up the first down, second one of the night for Blue Hill. All right, Rouse is under center this time. Unbalanced line to the left side. There's a handoff straight ahead. A big, big hole there. Running with the football is going to be Carr. And Carr takes the ball inside of 15 down to about the 12-yard line. So a big hole, but it uh, closed quickly. They're going to give him uh, inside the 10, though. They're going to give him the uh, 8-yard line of the play. So a pickup of 7 yards in the play. Looked like a bigger hole than that. Atkinson fills that hole for St. Mary's and brings him down. Well, and that's the first carry for Trent Carr. Again, Carr, a taller uh, running back back there, has more of an upright running style, but he's got great speed and great vision. Picks up a nice gain off the right side, 7 Yard gain, a second down and three. Here's uh, Rouse. He's just going to keep it himself around the left end. Bounces off of a couple of would-be tacklers, and he's uh, drugged down after a gain of one on the play. Tackle is made by uh, Josh Cuddy and a couple of other ones there for the Cardinals. And now Blue Hill will be looking at a third down situation. Third down and about uh, two yards to go. The ball is down here at the seven-yard line of St. Mary's. Class D2 State High School football playoffs today here on the Breeze. 
Down the far side, hash mark. As uh, Rouse is going to be up under center. He's got an unbalanced line off to the uh, right side. Now as Rouse looks over the defense, waiting for the snap, he's got it, hands the ball away. Carr straight ahead. He's got the first down and more. As he hits to the end zone, he is in there for the touchdown. He takes it into the end zone for a touchdown. A seven-yard scamper there by Trent Carr, and the Blue Hill Bobcats are out on top. Carr's second carry for 14 yards, and it hits pay dirt. Again, they go off the right side of that offensive front for Blue Hill. They had a good opening in there, and he met one of the backers, but was strong enough, was able to take him across the goal line, and Blue Hill scores early here on their first drive. Eight minutes and two seconds to play here. There's a high snap. Rouse gets up out of his crouch and now takes it around the right side, dies for the end zone, but he does not get there. Got penalty flags on the field here. We're going to have a block. An illegal block here, I think, for Blue Hill. Penalty is going to be a decline. The two-point conversion try is no good. So a high snap there. Rouse had to jump up and grab that one. He just took off around the right end. He couldn't get into the end zone for two, but Blue Hill scores first. Eight minutes and two. Now what are they going to have here? Now they're going to talk things over. That's just keeping right here. They're coming over to talk with the coaching staff here for Blue Hill. They might give them another try, but... Nope, it's going to be uh, it's going to be declined. All right, they're just explaining the foul here. So the penalty is going to be declined. We've got a break. Eight minutes and two seconds to play in the first quarter. Is Blue Hill six and St. Mary's nothing? The South Central State Bank of Campbell, Franklin, Oxford, Blue Hill, and Red Cloud is a full-service bank offering every banking service your family might need, offering Internet and mobile banking. Log on to SouthCentralStateBank.com. Good luck, sports teams from the South Central State Bank, member FDIC. There's just one place where students are students first, and athletics are played with purpose and perspective. That place is your local high school. High school sports, a winning part of a complete education. This message presented by the Nebraska School Activities Association and the Nebraska State Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. The Breeze 94.5. You're listening to the State High School football playoffs today on The Breeze. Blue Hill is out on top by a score of 6 to nothing. Here's the kickoff. It is in and out of the end zone, so another touchback here. Our playoff football coverage brought to you in part by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. By Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. And by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location to better serve every athlete, every parent, and every grandparent. Six to nothing is the score. It is a Blue Hill out on top. St. Mary's has the ball for the second time. They went three and out of their first possession. There's a quick pitch, and it's going to be fumbled back there. Blumenstock comes back to a pick it up inside the five-yard line, and he is ridden down back at the two on the far side. So the pitch came back. There was not a very good pitch by uh, Cuddy, the quarterback, behind Blumenstock. He had to go back inside the five-yard line to pick it up, and then he was met by Cody Manns, who drives him out of bounds back here at the two-yard line. Manns and a host of hungry Bobcats back there, but again, as Cuddy turned to pitch that football to Blumenstock, that was behind him. That was not a very good pitch by the quarterback, and uh, that went to awry for the uh, St. Mary's Cardinals. Now they're definitely in a hole. They've got a second down and long here at about the two-yard line. We'll call it second and 23 yards to go. There's a handoff. They're going to get uh, straight ahead for a couple of yards there. We've seen a couple of uh, different running backs already to the ball game there for St. Barry's. The last tackle was made by Sharp. That's a ball carrier was Josh Cuddy. So Josh Cuddy, the quarterback running the ball there as he just goes uh, straight ahead as he brings the ball out to the uh, five-yard line. 
So it's now third down and long. They're going to bring the ball all the way out here to the 25 for the first down. Boy, and St. Mary's is uh, looking possibly at their second three-and-out situation and having to punt into that stiff breeze. Blue Hill took it very quickly downfield and scored on seven plays. Backs in the eye formation this time. Cuddy wants to throw. He throws it out here. It's going to be off of the fingertips of his intended receiver. That was going to be short of the first down anyway. His intended receiver was Zach Weiss. He had it in his hands, but uh, a three and out, Jimmy. And again, deja vu. They're going to have to punt again. Boy, and look where Ockingay is going to stand here. He's Last uh, punt, he was past the 40-yard line, which is midfield in eight-man football. He's going to move all the way up to the 30. He's still moving. Now he stops at the 30. Cuddy's going to stand with his back against the end line here to get this punt away. There's a snap. It's a good one. Ball high in the air. Not going to travel very far. It gets the win. It's going to bounce at the 30. Takes a St. Mary's bounce, though. Across the 35 is going to be down at the 38-yard line. So the exact same place of Blue Hill started their first possession. They took seven plays to stick it in the end zone. Six to nothing is the score. The Cats have the lead. Well, and one thing we didn't see last week was a whole lot of the Wildcat formation. We've already seen it more times on the seven plays in that first drive than we did last week. So John Coffey initiating that to Wildcat. We'll see what the uh, Bobcats do here. But again, they scored on seven plays their first drive. Second drive here. Roush will be up under center. Ball up to 38 yards. Backs in the offset I formation. First down and 10 yards to go for the 38. There's a quick pitch there to Carr looking to get outside. He's hit once. He's hit twice, and down he goes. Maybe a yard over there on the far side. Tackle is made in there by big number 66 for uh, St. Mary's. That is a Cole Rosencrantz who's into the ball game now. He's uh, six foot, 225 pounds. So the uh, St. Mary's Cardinals shuffling a lot of guys here early in this first quarter. That was a pickup of one by Trent Carr. Second down, nine yards to go. Line of scrimmage down to 37 of St. Mary's. They've got six and a half minutes to play here in the first quarter. Six to nothing. The Cats have the lead. Rouse under center again. Backs in the I formation. Both ends in tight. Rouse fakes the handoff. Now hands it off inside. That's Dicely. He's going to get loose. 20, 15, 10, 5 touchdown. Dicely clears the linebackers, Jimmy. It was off to the races. Give him 36 yards on the play, and the Blue Hill Bobcats are out on top by a score of 12 to nothing. For Dicely in this early ball game, three carries. That is 39 yards. Dicely on the quick trap. They faked the pitch to Carr over on the right side. They handed it up onto uh, the inside with Dicely on the trap play off the left side. And guess who's on the uh, working the left side of that line now? That is uh, the big guy. Out there in Colin Brown, he opens up a nice seam, and Dicely, a big guy, but it's got good speed, takes it the distance, and wow, that quick. Blue Hill is on top of St. Mary's. All right, now they're going to go for a two-point conversion. They failed on their uh, first attempt, so it's 12 to nothing. There's a handoff again uh, straight ahead, and plowing his way into the end zone for the two-pointer is Carr. So Trent Carr takes it in from three yards out for the two-point conversion. Lane Dicely, he goes 37 yards for the touchdown. And the Blue Hill Bobcats are out on top of St. Mary's here in the first quarter. Six minutes and 17 seconds to play in the first quarter. It's Blue Hill 14, St. Mary's nothing. Ron's Pharmacy is your you-save pharmacy in Blue Hill with complete pharmacy service, including mail-out service. Ron's Pharmacy also has school supplies, American greeting cards, Russell Stover candies, and Timex watches. You can trust and depend on Ron's Pharmacy because they've been serving you for more than 30 years. Ron's Pharmacy proudly supports academics and athletics in Blue Hill and wishes all the athletes and coaches good luck. Ron's Pharmacy, your Blue Hill you-save pharmacy. Breeze 94.5. 
All right, back here in Blue Hill, 14 to nothing is a score. Blue Hill with the early lead. You saw the mascot for Blue Hill. Uh, he's getting in shape. He's going to be tired at the end of this thing. He's going to be wore out after every touchdown here, the way Blue Hill is on pace. Already 10 plays in the game, two touchdowns, 14 to nothing lead over St. Mary's. St. Mary's has run six offensive plays. Blue Hill has really dominated very early in this game, and that gives another kick with uh, from Simonson going uh, through the end line. So St. Mary's will have the football at the 15-yard line where they will start this drive here. But again, six offensive plays, two three and outs. Well, we talked about the win. It's been a major factor here in this uh, first quarter as uh, St. Mary's wow. is still looking for the first first down. Yeah, and again, if you can't get first down, St. Mary's is going to have to punt. They've done, had two punts into this win. They failed to get it past midfield. Blue Hill has had the short field. They've taken advantage of it. They lead 14 to nothing. Here and uh, St. Mary's with their third possession, first and ten. Josh Cuddy up under center. He's got uh, the backs in the eye. Now a man comes in motion. That's a Blumenstock as they uh, fake the ball up inside. Cuddy's going to run it across the 20 out to about the uh, 22-yard line. So a short gain there. A tackle is made by Lane Dicely for the Blue Hill Bombcats. Give uh, Cuddy a pickup of about six on the play. Second down and uh, four yards to go. Again, the St. Mary's Cardinals, they are 8-1 and one in the season. They beat Eustace Farnham in the last round last week. Blue Hill, likewise, 8-1 and one in the season. They beat Paxton here at home. Second down, four yards to go. St. Mary's has the ball in their own 21-yard line. Backs again in the I formation. Now Blumenstock goes in motion to the far side. Cuddy has got the ball. He's going to run it himself as he dances his way across the 25 onto the 29-yard line. That's going to be a first down. Ethan Sharp is in on the stop there for the Blue Hill Bombcats. So the first first down of the ball game for St. Mary's, and it occurs with five minutes and 34 seconds to play here in the first quarter. Blue Hill's already got a couple of touchdowns on the board. The Cats out on top by a score of 14 to nothing. Wide receiver is uh, Jack Raymond split out wide to the left side now. The back's in the eye formation. Josh Cuddy is up under center as he looks over the Blue Hill defense. Waiting for the snap. He's got it. Brings it back here to Blumenstock. Blumenstock moves it to the 30. Still on his feet. 31-32. And down he goes. Tackle is made by Trent Court. The 5'8", 190-pound junior for the Blue Hill Bombcats. So a couple of teams that rely on their rushing attack. They're going to keep the ball on the ground here. And St. Mary's. And I'll be looking at a second down situation. Second down and about six yards to go as they have moved the ball here to the uh, 33-yard line. Again, Raymond is your wide receiver, split to the left side. Backs again to the I formation behind uh, Josh Cuddy. Cuddy waiting. Now he turns and hands the ball away. That's going to be Blumenstock. He brings it to the 35-yard line, and down he goes. A plethora of players for the Bobcats to bring him down. Ethan Sharp is in there to uh, lead the charges there for the Bobcats defense. This defense for Blue Hill, very, very good, Jimmy. In in eight-man football, they give up only 14 points per game. Very good. Well, and that's very good in eight-man football. It's where you see the uh, scores on Friday nights. There are usually some lopsided games. You get a lot of offense, a lot of big plays. But uh, defensively, Blue Hill has played very sound this season, and they are looking at a third down and about four here against the St. Mary offense. The line of scrimmage is the 36. Here's a pitch to Blumenstock trying to get outside. He's going to be ridden out of bounds, runs out of real estate over here. And he has ridden out of bounds to the 35-yard line. That is Ockengay over there to bring him down for the Blue Hill Bobcat defense. That's going to be short of the first down by about four yards. So now the uh, St. Mary's Cardinals will have to make a decision here, Jamie. It's fourth down and four yards to go. And they're going to punt again for the third time here today. 
Well, they at least got the football moved out of the shadows of their own goal line out to all the way almost to midfield here at the 35-yard line. All right, it's going to be uh, Caddy, your punter. He averages less than 30 yards per kick, and that's a wobbly one. It goes out of bounds here on the near side. It's going to go out of bounds as the officials come up to uh, spot the football. He's across the 25-yard line. He uh, brings it to the uh, 28-yard line and stops. I still don't know, I don't know how they do that. I, you know, He's standing over here at about midfield when that punt was kicked. Cuddy kicks it off the left side. And right in front of us, it was a uh, just kind of a low spiral. And, again, he goes down to about the 18. And then he walks back, and he keeps looking in the air. I don't know what he's looking at. I mean, where do you, where do you put your mark at? But it goes out of bounds. They'll mark it at the 28-yard line. Blue Hill with their third. Possession here. They already lead 14 to nothing. Yeah, they scored in their first two possessions of the ball game. John Rouse turns and hands the ball away. Carr again. Carr nearly got loose as he slides across the 35 out to the 36. Blumenstock into the stop there for the uh, St. Mary's Cardinals. It's like the price is right, that little guy. Plinko. Not Plinko. No, not Plinko, but that little guy that goes up the pole and all of a sudden he just stops at the right price. When the Price is Right uh, is in Grand Island uh, tonight or tomorrow, I believe. Yeah, it's uh, sometime this week. Obviously, you're not going. You're not excu- uh, excited about it. But about a six-yard gain by car there. It'll be a second down and four for the Bobcats. Rouse hands the ball away again, just uh, straight ahead. Look at the power there as they bring the ball to the 40 to the 39-yard line. That was a Dicely carrying the ball there for a Blue Hill. Tackle was made by uh, Jack Raymond for St. Mary's. But they just moved the old big old pile. Out of the 39-yard line into St. Mary's territory. I think that's tonight, matter of fact. The price is right up there in the Grand Island. So maybe they'll, they'll see that little man that goes yeah. up the pole and just kind of stops. Yeah, I might see. <laughs> good gain there. A good, powerful run there by Dicely. Picks up six. 47 yards on four carries and a touchdown for Dicely and Blue Hill. Is it midfield? Trent Court now goes in motion. Here's a reverse play coming to their side. 40. That's Manns run out of bounds at the 35-yard line. So Manns, Cody Manns. Running the ball there on the reverse. Finally run out of bounds by Will Atkinson, a nose guard here for St. Mary's. Now Blue Hill looking at a second down situation. We're down to 2 minutes and 57 seconds to play. We're in quarter number one. Blue Hill has scored twice already, and they got the lead over St. Mary's here in the Class D2 State High School football playoffs. 14 to nothing is the score, and the Cats have the ball again in the Cardinal territory. On a second down, six situation. Rouse brings the ball back. Carr has got the ball. Carr drives the ball down to the 30-yard line. Going to be very close to another first down. Tackle is made in there by Rosencrantz. Whereas St. Mary's, a six-foot, 225-pounder. That's going to be just short of a first down. They put the nose of the football right at the 30. They got to take it to about the 29-and-a-half for the first down. Well, we talked about Blue Hill dominating on the ground all season long. Well, they are here tonight. They have not attempted a pass. They have run it 14 times for 98 yards, and they look at a third down and one. Unbalanced line off to the right side. Rouse going to turn hand the ball away again to Carr. Takes it off of right guard, moves the ball across the 25. The ball comes loose, but he was down. As a Carr falls down at about the 29, that's another first down for a Blue Hill. And Zach Weiss is into the stop there for a St. Mary's. A Five foot eleven, one hundred fifty-five pounds, senior outside linebacker. Well, Carr and Ma- uh, Carr and uh, Dicely have uh, definitely carried this team running the football. They've got m- pretty much mirrored numbers coming in: six fourteen for Dicely, five ninety-eight for Carr. But Carr, after a six-yard carry, gets another first down. The Bobcats, well over a hundred yards of rushing here in the first quarter. Rouse in the spread set. They center the ball to him, and Rouse takes off. He takes it for a couple of yards. Tackle is made by Andrew Thompson. 
So quarterback keeper out of the uh, spread set that time. Rouse took it for a couple of yards. Moves the ball down to about the uh, market at the 23. So we'll give him a pickup of one yard in the play. Second down and nine with a minute and 39 seconds to play here in the first quarter. Boy, and Blue Hill looks like they're going to add more to their lead. They already lead this ball game 14 to nothing, but they're just methodically moving this football on the ground against this St. Mary's defense. Rouse again from the uh, spread set. Now he wants to throw it for the first time. Swings it out here. The ball is going to be caught 20-15, and he's uh, drunk down at the 10-yard line, swinging the ball out to uh, Trent Court. Tackle is made by Blumenstock for the uh, St. Mary's Cardinals. He is stopped out of bounds here on this near side down at the 10-yard line. The first pass. That's uh, completed there for uh, John Rouse. Gets it out to uh, Trent Quartz. Got a first down and looks like first down and 10. They're going to mark it just to this side of the 10-yard line gonna, so they can actually pick up a first down inside the one. Yeah, and beside about the half-yard line, they get a first down. But that was a 14-yard uh, gain to Court down the right side. Six first down here in the first quarter. Blue Hill again on the move. Banks in the offset eye now behind uh, John Rouse. Inside handoff to a Dicely. Puts his head down, drives it across the 10. Down to about the six-yard line. Lane Dicely, the ball carrier there. Andrew Thompson into the stop. Dicely has uh, statistics rushing the football, receiving the football, and passing the football. The only guys on the team that's got the statistics in, in all three categories there. Well, he's a gifted athlete. Again, he's a big kid, and they're 6'1", well over 200 pounds. He's very physical, and uh, I've got him right now with uh, five carries and 50 yards, one touchdown in this uh, ballgame. Ball sitting at the seven-yard line as Rouse just goes straight ahead on the uh, quarterback sneak. He takes the ball to the five inside to five down to the three-yard line. So, again, the uh, Bobcats on the move. Thompson again in on the stop. And, boy, this would be huge here for Blue Hill, Jimmy, if they can uh, stick another one in here and go up by three scores. We're down to ten seconds to play. I think uh, John Coffey is going to let the time expire here in the first quarter. And that's going to be the case. The first quarter comes to an end, but a good start here with a Blue Hill Bombcat scoring on a couple of, uh, well, the first two possessions of the ball game. On a seven-yard run and a 37-yard run, they convert on uh, one of their two-point conversion attempts, and the first quarter in the books. Last D2 State High School football playoffs, it is Blue Hill 14 and St. Mary's nothing. your furniture and flooring needs stop at blue hill furniture in business since 1889 blue hill furniture has the stability selection and quality of larger stores to go with friendly service and competitive prices top brand names too if you're looking for a single piece or an entire room blue hill furniture will take care of you better buys in blue hill located at 501 west gage for your convenience they accept visa and mastercard blue hill furniture proudly supports blue hill athletics and academics the Breeze, 94.5. High school football coverage here today on The Breeze, KLIQ 94.5, brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration, by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation headquarters in Hastings and Sutton, and by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location to better serve every athlete, every parent, and every grandparent. 14 to nothing, Blue Hill out on top of the Bobcats looking for more. Right here as we start this uh, second quarter, Blue Hill now working right to left here in this uh, second period. They'll be against the Breeze, which has been a uh, a big factor so far in this ball game. 
Blue Hill will be looking at third down and goal from the four-yard line. Rouse coming back up with an unbalanced line off to the left side, waiting for the snap. Turns and hands the ball away. That's going to be Carr, and he is a tripped up. Remember, he only had to take the ball down to about the one for the first down. So let's see where they spot this. Andrew Thompson again, third straight snap. He's been on the stop. They're going to mark this thing right at about the two-and-a-half-yard line. So now Blue Hill will probably go for it here in fourth down. Well, Blue Hill had their kicker out there in pregame working on uh, field goals, but obviously don't want to uh, do that. They'll bring in the big guy, Dicely. He'll be in the Wildcat here for Blue Hill. All right, Dicely now waits for the snap. He takes it. He's going to crash forward, and I think he is going to be stopped short of a first down. Great defensive play there by St. Mary's. Dicely just went straight ahead, and he ran into uh, Riser, number 35, and also uh, Zach Crumley, number 10, in there for the Cardinals, and he is going to be stopped short of a first down. And that was a big momentum changer right there. If Blue Hill went up by three scores. They could have been lights out early here for the uh, St. Mary's Cardinals. Well, that would have been huge. Really surprised on the call from John Coffey. They went to that unbalanced line with the Wildcat. Dicely took the snap, but St. Mary's had a couple of guys with some good penetration able to chop down Dicely's legs. He was never able to get them powerful locomotives underneath of him again and get any uh, power or forward motion. So St. Mary stops inside the five-yard line. We'll spot it down at the uh, two-yard line. All right, here's uh, the quarterback. Cuddy is he just tries to find some running room there as he brings it to about the five yard line. Tackle is made by Dicely again for the uh, Blue Hill Bombcats. We got second down at eight yards to go. We are in the second quarter now here at the Class D2 State High School football playoffs. Blue Hill is out on top, 14 to nothing. Winner plays again next week against either Garden County or Twin Loop. Second down at eight yards to go. The line of scrimmage about the uh, four and a half. As a Josh Cuddy comes up under center, he's got one back in the backfield. He takes off. Look out, 10-15, out to the 18-yard line. Cuddy just that easy. Jimmy took it right up the middle there, and finally a tackle is made by McCoy Minky. If Minky didn't bring him down, he'd still be running because uh, he was off to the races. That's a first down there for the St. Mary's Cardinals. That is the second first down of the afternoon, and you're exactly right. Minky was the only guy out there that could save six points for the Blue Hill Bobcats. Again, you watch Cuddy come to the line of scrimmage. I think he checked off that because really the formation of the defense, they were spread out. He really had an opening. He just took a quick keeper right up the middle, picked up 15. All right, back's in the eye again. Here's a handoff. Blumenstock this time. He's going to be wrapped up. Took it down for the left side. Runs right into a Ethan Sharp for the Blue Hill Bobcats. We'll give him a yard in the play. Second down and nine yards to go. So classes D1 and D2 playing their second-round action here this afternoon and this evening across the state of Nebraska. Classes A, B, C1, and C2 will play their second-round games coming up on Friday night. Second down, nine yards to go. St. Mary's with the ball, working left to right here in quarter number two. 14 to nothing is the score. Blue Hill has got the lead. Cuddy is up under center here. Both ends in tight. Turns and hands the ball away to the fullback, and that's not much there as he gets a couple of yards and that's all she wrote. Maybe one. We'll give him two yards on the play. Jared That's uh, court in of the stop. Ball carrier there was uh, Jared Atkinson is on the offensive side of the ball now. Atkinson, a big old fullback, takes it for a couple of yards. 
We'll call it third down and seven yards to go. The line of scrimmage now at 23. Give you some quick first quarter numbers for uh, St. Mary's. Not a whole lot. 13 on the ground. Nothing through the air on three pass attempts. For Blue Hill, a lot of offense. 112 on the ground. 14 through the air, 126 total. St. Mary's looks at a third down call here. From the 23-yard line, Cuddy wants to throw. Airs it out down the field. Contact made. No penalty flags. Trying to get the ball downfield to uh, Weiss at about the 35-yard line of Blue Hill. Cuddy overthrows him. So now it's a a fourth down situation and seven yards to go. Now it's going to be St. Mary's having to punt the football away, but they're going to do it with their win to the back now. Exactly, and that's one thing as a quarterback trying to throw the football and adjust to uh, dial up how hard you need to throw that football when the wind is howling. And that one there, again, Weiss, their leading uh, receiver coming into the ball game, but uh, Cuddy not able to get in the football. Cuddy will uh, kick this football away. That is a very nice high punt with the wind. Ockengay drops back to his 15 to grab it, dances away to the 20, sidesteps a man, 25 down his sideline, 30, 35, 37-yard line, and he's brought down. Penalty flags go down as Ockengay is slammed to the turf here at the 37-yard line. The flag right into the center of the field, and this one is probably going to come back. Probably an illegal block here on the uh, Blue Hill Bombcats and the special teams. 42-yard punt and about a uh, 15-yard block in the back, about a 15-yard return by Ockingay. I seen a St. Mary Cardinal go flying into the uh, t- towards the edge of the Blue Hill bench, but the only problem was he was going face first. That's not good. That means you were probably hitting the back. Hitting the back. That's very clever, though. The Cardinals flying through the air. That, that is good. You like that? Yeah, first down and 10 yards to go now for the Blue Hill Bombcats. They're at the 19-yard line. The game is still early to get into those things. I know, but I've had a lot of a lot of free time to uh, be getting into some of this uh, playoff football. 8.51 to play here in the second quarter. 14 to nothing is the score. Blue Hill has got the lead. Rouse takes off around the left end. Quarterback keeper, 20, 24, 25-yard line. So give him about five yards in the play, and the quarterback keeper there for uh, John Rouse. Tackle is made in there by uh, Taylor Reiser, the middle linebacker for the Cardinals. We'll give him uh, six yards in the play, second down and four yards to go as they bring the ball out here to about the uh, 25-yard line. Blue Hill now working against the win, blowing out of the northeast at about 13 miles per hour, gusting upwards to uh, 25 here this afternoon. There's uh, Rouse in the... uh, Wide open set here. Now throws the ball across the middle. That's incomplete. Trent Carr wide open across the middle. He's a big target at six foot three, but that one is off of his fingertips. It falls to the turf, and it's going to bring up a third down. Yeah, that was a little bit out in front of the stretched arms of Carr, but if he catches that football, he doesn't go the distance, but he picks up a nice gain. It would have been out towards midfield. The Cardinals had uh, personnel over there around the 40-yard line, but again, a uh, opportunity gone awry for the Bobcats there. That's just the second pass attempt for Rouse here tonight. He completed one. That incompletion, now they look at a third down, the ball at the 25-yard line, and now I think John Coffey, yes, he does. He wants to talk about things. All right, a timeout's going to be called here. Eight minutes and 11 seconds to play. We're in the second quarter. We'll take a break. The score, Blue Hill 14, St. Mary's nothing. Thramers Food Center is located in downtown Blue Hill. At Thramers, they take pride in their fresh meat produce and their fast-friendly hometown service. Stop in for their daily lunch specials, some home fried chicken, or any of their delicious deli items. Open Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. and Saturdays, 8 to 5.30. Good luck, Bobcats, from Tim and Deb and the crew at Thramers Food Center in Blue Hill. The Breeze 94.5. 
94.5. Fourth corner score now in Class uh, D2. Actually, Class D1, 68-26. Creighton is out on top of uh, Tri-County. That is in uh, Class D1. That ball game got started uh, this afternoon at 2.30. There's only two games really in action right now. Blue Hill with a lead. Blue Hill with a lead here over St. Mary's, 14-0. Osceola has scored uh, early in their ball game with Fall City Sacred Heart. They lead 14-0. There's a ball swung out there to Carr. Look out. Carr down the sideline, 40, 35, 30, 25, 20, and he's pushed out of bounds. They swing the ball out to uh, Trent Carr. He took it down the right sideline, Jimmy. Tiptoes his way down the field here and finally run out of bounds. A nice gainer, Rouse to a Carr. And now Blue Hill has got the ball to 21 of St. Mary's. 34-yard gain, and that was a play. They faked the handoff, that trap play that the Dicely scored on. They faked that to the inside, to the near side of the field, and then Roush has kept the football, dumped it off to a man coming in motion. That was Carr. He made the, the uh, reception and then got good blocking downfield, took it 34 yards all the way down to the 20. One-yard line, Blue Hill, first and 10. All right, here's the uh, wide-open set again. Rouse is going to run with a football as he takes it to the right side to about the 21. A penalty flag goes down. Riser brings him down, but I think there's going to be a quick holding call here on the Blue Hill Bobcats, and that's going to be the case as they make the call here at the 31-yard line. So the flag is setting at the 23. I think it was uh, Streff, who is the guard on the right side, is going to be guilty of the hold. That's going to march him back a few yards here with seven minutes and 57 seconds to play. Quarter number two, Blue Hill scored in their first two offensive series of the ball game. Oh, and they'll spot this all the way out to near the 33-yard line where Blue Hill will be looking at a uh, first down. They'll give him the, the down back here. But, again, a first and, and 20. They'll have to go all the way down just uh, about the 10-yard line to get a first down. Court is in the backfield now for uh, Blue Hill. Rouse waiting on the snap here. Again, the wide-open set as he's got the ball. Rouse wants to throw, throws it downfield. He's got a man out there. Mans grabs the ball. Touchdown. A little fake there by uh, Rouse. Throws the uh, safety back there. They throw the ball downfield right on the money to Cody Manns and a touchdown for the Cats. For Manns, that is his fourth touchdown and he was lined up on the left side. He just kind of ran downfield like it was a running play and then accelerated. They faked the pass to the right side to court and a great pass there by John Rouse, his eighth touchdown on the season. He's now thrown for 81 yards in this ballgame and now Simonson in the game for the PAT. Andrew Simonson attempting this uh, point after. It is up there, and it is good. It's through the pipes. So the PAT is good, and the Blue Hill Bobcats have jumped on St. Mary's there in this first half of play. It's now uh, Blue Hill 21, St. Mary's nothing. You're listening to high school football on the breeze. Glenwood Business Center offers a ready-to-go, on-demand furnished office for up to three people with affordable rent by the hour, day, or week. A modern tech-powered space complete with Glenwood high-speed fiber allows you to do sales presentations, demonstrations, or one-on-one training. Do you have a home-based business? This fresh, clean space offers a safe and secure place to meet. It's quick and easy to rent with a great downtown Hastings location. Call today, 402-303-1000 to reserve your meeting date. The Breeze, 94.5. I-4 plays 61 yards in 1 minute and 10 seconds. Of course, when you get 33 on one play, it doesn't take long. 
33 yards from rounds to Cody Bands. 21-zip. Blue Hill has got the lead. Wow, bam, just that quick. The holding call cost them 10 yards. They had a first and 20. John Coffey and his uh, offensive gurus dial up the uh, home run ball. And, yeah, just a uh, high floater into the wind. Man's able to run right underneath of it. Blue Hill looking very good. 202 yards of total offense. And Simonson into the football. Look how that wind holds that uh, football up. It's going to uh, come. Uh, it's going to go about one yard deep in the end zone. It's going to be a touchback here as uh, Blumenstock goes to back in the end zone to grab it. So a touchback. It comes out to the 15-yard line. So I was surprised that uh, Rouse was able to throw the football right out of the money there against the, the breeze. During this uh, first half, but boy, that was a nice touchdown. Well, again, you don't uh, you don't throw good footballs and get uh, a lot of mustard on the ball without some good blocking up front. Again, that big physical line of uh, Blue Hill give him the protection, and again, they're uh, boy, they're really running their plays very nice tonight. Uh, Twenty-one to nothing lead here, and virtually nothing. I'll get to St. Mary's numbers here in just a, a few minutes, but the defense has been outstanding here tonight so far. I Cuddy is going to be in the uh, wide open set now as they hand them all away. Nope, it's going to be a quarterback keeper as he comes across the 20 onto the 21-yard line. Tackle is made by Minky of uh, Blue Hill. So uh, Cuddy takes the ball from the 15 onto about the 21. We'll give him six, second down and four. For a team that averages nearly 300 yards offensively in a ball game, they have been stifled here tonight. Just 40 yards of total offense. Everything on the ground. Cuddy has attempted four passes. They have all gone incomplete. And now they look at a second down, and we'll call it four. Offset eye formation now. Cuddy up under center. Hands the ball away. That's going to be Blumenstock. He gets it a couple of yards. Maybe to the 23-yard line as uh, Pete Blumenstock is uh, brought down into play by Dicely, the inside linebacker for the uh, Blue Hill Bobcats. Well, just look at the Blue Hill defense. They're big. They just look mean out there, don't they? Well, they're really doing one thing they really do well is gang tackle. I mean, they can have one guy meet the running back, but they've got a host of players that are there. There's four or five Blue Hill guys on top of the ball carrier each and every time. They do a great job flowing to the ball. They're just hungry. For that football, and uh, they need to be hungry here. St. Mary's looks at a third and less than one for a first down. From their own 24-yard line, there's a snap to Cuddy, and he is going to be hit in the backfield, and down he goes. Hit in the backfield by uh, Trent Court as he got through there. It's like he knew the play. Trent Court got through there and brings him down a loss back to the uh, 21-yard line. And that's going to bring up a fourth down situation. Great job there by Trent Quartz, who had 38 stops during the regular season for the Bobcats. Boy, and for Cuddy, they have held him in check so far. Just 34 yards on seven carries. And Court, he's a spark plug, only about 5'8", but he plays a lot bigger than the 190 that he is. He gets in there, breaks through, brings Cuddy down for a loss. Great open field tackle. Blue Hill looks at a receiving situation here at St. Mary and Cuddy. He'll stand at his 10-yard line to get this punt off. Hockengay drops back to inside his own 25. Here's a wobbly kick. It's going to go out of bounds here on the near sideline. It's going to go out at about the uh, 26 or 27-yard line. And that's where Blue Hill will start. So the Blue Hill Bobcats looking to advance past the second round of the state high school football playoffs for the first time in seven years. Well underway, 21 to nothing here with five minutes and 34 seconds to play in quarter number two. Well, they are, and they look very good, very sharp. Only a couple penalties, so very disciplined football so far for John Coffey and his troops. And offensively, they have really dialed things up well. They've only thrown the football four times, completed four, but it's been that rushing attack, what they have done all year long. They have really put together some good drives. All right, the banks will be in the I formation. Now somebody uh, jumping up front. I think somebody in red and white jumping. In the trenches there, it's going to cost them five yards. 
So a five-yard penalty marched off against uh, St. Mary's. Zach uh, Raymond, I think, was the uh, guilty party there. 165-pound senior, six foot two. He's the uh, defensive end for St. Mary's. So I'll give Blue Hilly an easy five yards. They'll bring the ball out here to the 32-yard line. He just got the lean, and he couldn't get the momentum stopped. He kind of fell across the line from that uh, left end. So a first and five here for the Bobcats just across the 30-yard line. Rouse with hands under center, turns and hands the ball away. Wow. There'll be a fumble in the play at the 35-yard line, and I think St. Mary's is on top of it. They are. There's your first turnover. Trying to get the ball to uh, Trent Quartz. And I don't know if he ever received it there, Jimmy. It's well, he... bouncing out of his hands, and Andrew Thompson is there to uh, fall on it at the Blue Hill 34-yard line. He did get it, and I'm not sure that a defender for the uh, Cardinals got a hand up there and knocked it loose, but about a, a two yards past the line of scrimmage, that uh, football came out, and the way Court went down and got tackled, his back was to the football. He had no chance to get there, nobody else around for Blue Hill, and there was a couple of Cardinals there. So they get the uh, first turnover of the ball game. They take over at the 34-yard line. So the first big break break here of the ball game and now here's a cut he fakes it inside gets outside now down the sideline 20 15 10 5 and he, he's going to be ruled out of he bounds here out. yeah he took it all the way to the end zone but the officials immediately come running in back here at the 17 yard line so he's got the first down Cuddy gets outside but he steps out of bounds here at the 17 yard line so it's gonna be a first and 10 for the St. Mary's Cardinals, they've got the ball now at the Blue Hill 17-yard line, their first big threat of the ball game to put some points on the scoreboard. Well, and if you get in this uh, this situation where you're into playoff football, you've got to take advantage of turnovers. And the first one of the game they do, that's a 19-yard gain by Cuddy. Now they've got the football down around the 15-yard line. All right, Cuddy looks over the defense, gives the ball away to a Blumenstock as he takes it off of the left side inside the 15 down to about the 13-yard line. Menke is in on the stop for the Blue Hill defense. We'll give him a pickup of four yards in a play, second down and six yards to go. Watching the clock, we're down to five minutes and eight seconds to play in the second quarter. Blue Hill with a lead, 21 to nothing. But St. Mary's trying to grab some of that momentum back here. Wait in this second period. The first big threat to put some points on the scoreboard. They've got it down here at the Blue Hill 13-yard line. Second down at about seven yards to go from the spread set. Josh Cuddy waiting for the snap. He's got it, going to run it himself. Cuddy. Is going to be buried on the play. Cuddy gets it back maybe to the line of scrimmage. He falls forward for a yard. Trent Court into the stop there for the Blue Hill defense. They'll give him one yard in the play, so that's going to bring up a third down situation. Probably in uh, two-down territory, I would think, already here in this ball game. Well, I think so, trailing 21 to nothing, and you come up with a first turnover. Again, we have yet to see a pass from early in that first quarter from the uh, Cardinals. That's one thing they have tried to rely on now is that rushing attack. And really a tight formation here. We'll see what they elect to do. But a, a third down, we'll call it five. Ball just outside the 10-yard line. Cuddy has got the ball. He wants to throw. He throws it. It's going to be incomplete. Down around the goal line. Incomplete pass. Trying to get the ball to uh, Zach Weezy down there for the uh, Cardinals. Right at the goal line. It's incomplete. So now it's fourth down. Now what do you do? You're trailing 21 to nothing with four minutes to play in the second quarter. I think the offense stays on the field here. Line of scrimmage is the 12-yard line of Blue Hill. Hawking Gay on coverage there, just uh, right in the hip pocket of the uh, leading receiver coming into this ball game. And we'll see what the uh, see what the set is. Yeah, they're going to go for it here on fourth down. They will have a wide receiver split out to the left side. Fourth down, and we'll call it uh, six yards to go for the Cardinals. Josh Cuddy waiting for the snap. He's got it, backs up. Cuddy throws it out to the far side. Blumenstock grabs it. Blumenstock trying to get away, and down he goes. He did not get there. 
In fact, he lost a yard in the play. So a completed pass to the far side, and uh, Blumenstock is stopped on the play there by the Bobcats, and they turn the ball over on downs. Good job there by the defense. And I think that was Court, number 42. Wasn't Court on the... Court and Sharp both there for uh, Blue Hill. Well, all guys, when they make a mistake and put the ball on the turf, they usually are inspired on the uh, next set of uh, downs, and uh, Court uh, was in on a couple of tackles there, but the Blue Hill defense holds, and they've got the football... What about the 13-yard line going the other way? Three minutes and 57 seconds to play here in the second quarter. There's a quick pitch now to Carr as he tries to get outside and he runs into a nest full of Cardinals. Making the stop on the play, there's a Blumenstock. Blumenstock over there quickly for uh, St. Mary's. It is second down now and seven yards to go. The football is sitting at the 15-yard line. Blue Hill working from our right to our left here in the second period, so they're against the win. And I assume that John Coffey not going to try anything... Uh, Really out of the ordinary down here. Well, they haven't thrown uh, but uh, four passes here tonight. Again, three of four passing is Rouse for 81 yards and uh, one touchdown. I don't anticipate that the way they've been rushing the football so far in this ballgame. Second down is seven yards to go. Here's a handoff to Carr. Again, he busts through there. 20, 25 out to the 26-yard line. Why throw the ball when you can run it? He takes it uh, for several yards there. Zach Weezy finally doing the stop there. Blumenstock also coming up from his uh, safety position to make this stop. And that's another first down for Blue Hill as they have pounded the ball out here to the 25-yard line. First down. That is first down number eight. And for Carr in the game, 10 carries, 48 yards. Just want to talk about when they uh, mix things up 50-50 with all their running backs. Carr has 48. Dicely has 50 in the ball game. They do a great job uh, rotating them guys. Down two tight ends, or two ends in there. There's a handoff again. It's going to be a car. He busts through there, 35, 40. He's off to the races. 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. Trent Carr again breaks loose, and he takes to the distance for a touchdown. And the Bobcats go out on top now by a score of 27 to nothing. 55 yards, and it went off right side. I don't think Carr got touched on the play as they opened up a nice seam. Once he got the handoff from Roush, he took it on the far side of the field. And again, Carr was some uh, pretty good speed for a big, tall guy. Big, long strides, and he's able to take it in 55 yards officially. It's Simonson in for another point after St. Mary's is in trouble. All right, Andrews Simonson in there to try the uh, point after. High snap, ball is down. The kick is going to be blocked. It's going to be blocked here by St. Mary's. And getting through there was Andrew Thompson. So the PAT is uh, no good. But the Blue Hill Bobcats on a 55-yard run by Trent Carr is tacked on six more. Two minutes and 39 seconds to play here in the second quarter. We'll take a break with a score. Blue Hill 27, St. Mary's nothing. There's just one place where students are students first, and athletics are played with purpose and perspective. That place is your local high school. High school sports offer more than the joy of competition. Studies show that student-athletes in Nebraska are also likely to enjoy greater levels of achievement in other areas of their lives, including academics. High school sports, a winning part of a complete education. This message presented by the Nebraska School Activities Association and the Nebraska State Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. The Breeze, 94.5. Well, Jimmy Purcell, Gene Shaw, back here in Blue Hill. And, boy, the Bobcats, they haven't done uh, too many things wrong here in the ballgame. 27 to nothing, Cats with the lead. Boy, after that 55-yard run, I've got uh, Blue Hill now at uh, 188 yards on the ground, 81 through the air. For Carr, 103 yards on 11 carries. 
that was just a good job by the offensive line. They give him a good seam, and that uh, kickoff goes, uh, well, Blumenstock tried to keep it from going past the uh, goal line, which is an automatic touchback, but to no avail, goes in the uh, end zone, and now they'll come out here. But, again, Blue Hill leads in this ball game with uh, 239 left to go. It's Blue Hill 27, St. Mary's nothing, but it's been the power and the ground control of Blue Hill and John Coffey and the Bobcats. They've kept the football away from uh, the Cardinals tonight and really put together some nice drives, and time of possession is huge on the side of Blue Hill. The uh, Cardinals have only run 23 offensive plays in this ballgame. All right, so first down, 10 yards to go now for the Cardinals from their own 15-yard line. Trailing 27 to zip here in the ball game. Cuddy comes back out, and uh, they keep the ball on the ground as they bring it across the 15 out to about the 16-yard line. Cuddy ran the ball there for uh, St. Mary's. So only a one-yard gain in the play. Tackle was made in there by uh, Trent Carr for uh, Blue Hill, so he's doing everything. Pick up of one yard in the play for Cuddy. Second down and nine yards to go. Line of scrimmage is sitting at the 16. I think if you're head coach Tony Allen, you're just trying to get back into the locker room and, and talk things over here as we approach two minutes to play in the second quarter. Cuddy is now the uh, spread set. Wide receivers go left and right. Cuddy backs up. He throws the ball. It's going to be caught there by Blumenstock at the 20. And he's ridden out of bounds at about the 22 or 23-yard line. Minky is over there defensively for the Blue Hill Bombcats. So give him a pickup of about uh, six yards in a play. We'll call it third down, three yards to go now with 1.56 to play here in the second quarter. Second pass completion tonight for Cuddy. Both of them to Blumenstock. That's a two out of seven passing now for just six yards. And, uh, again, the Cardinals look at a, a third down call here, third and a long two, call it three as they break huddle. And we've got wide receivers now to both sides as – Josh Cuddy tries to get loose here. Here comes a man in motion. That's Blumenstock. He comes to the wide side of the field. Cuddy's going to run the ball 20. He's in the 25, still on his feet to the 29, dances his way to the 30. That's going to be enough for a first down. Tackle is made by Minky and also Akengay for Blue Hill. But Cuddy picks up about eight yards in the play as they bring it to the 30-yard line. They're down to a minute and 50 seconds to play here in the second quarter with Blue Hill out on top. That scored a couple of touchdowns in the first quarter. In fact, their first two offensive series, they got it into the end zone after St. Mary's went three plays and out against the win. Blue Hill adding two more touchdowns here in the second quarter going the other direction. Now St. Mary's with the ball back out here at the 30. First down, 10 yards to go. Blumenstock again in motion. Cuddy's going to run the ball again. Cuddy to the 30, to the 31-32. And the tackle was made by big old Colin Brown. Brown is six foot three, three hundred pounds, and a senior for a Blue Hill. He occupies a lot of real estate there, right in the center of the line. He does, and uh, that uh, frame, you've got a pretty good wingspan, as uh, Brown does. As Cuddy took that uh, off the right side, tried to cut it back up the middle of the field. He'll think twice again as Brown popped right on top of him and uh, knocked all the air out of Cuddy. He bounces right back up after a one-yard gain. Second down, ball at the thirty-one. They've got to go out to midfield at the forty-yard line to get the first. We're under a minute to play. The snap comes back as Cuddy picks it up off of the turf. Now throws the ball downfield. It's going to be incomplete. Penalty flags go down. Blumenstock got uh, mixed up with the defensive back there for Blue Hill. A penalty flag goes down, but that ball was uh, grossly overthrown down there. And we're going to oh, check out the flag. That's what the coaching staff for Blue Hill want. They want an uncatchable pass. And, again, that was sharp. 
on coverage downfield. There was a little bit of contact down there. I think Blumenstock could be up for an Emmy on that play. Well, we're going to have a holding call, too. There's another penalty flag back up this way. We're going to have a holding call against uh, St. Mary's. We're going to have a pass interference call against Blue Hill. So those two uh, will negate each other. And we'll run this play over again. Yeah, the other penalty flag is back up here at the uh, 24-yard line, a hold on the Cardinals. Yeah, Blumenstock went downfield, and again, that ball was way overthrown. He kind of jumped for it and then uh, did a little bit of a flop down there, which the official called that one. But uh, All for not. Yeah, all for not here back at uh, second down and nine with a couple of wide receivers out to the right side here for the Cardinals. All right, his friend set again for a cut. He's got a man just to his right in the backfield. Cutty throws it out here. It's going to be caught at the 30. Out to the 35, 36-yard line. That's a Wheezy catching the ball. Brings it out to the 36. Going to be about four yards shy of a first down. Gay into the stop again for the Blue Hill Bobcats. But that's going to bring up a third down situation. Third down and about four yards to go. The ball is at the 36. And now uh, St. Mary's wants to call a timeout. St. Mary's calling the timeout. 36 seconds to play here in quarter number two. We'll take a break with a score of Blue Hill 27. St. Mary's nothing. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. The Breeze, 94.5. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell, Gene Shaw back in uh, Blue Hill here this afternoon. The Bobcats are out on top here by a score of 27 to nothing. We've got 31 seconds to play officially here in the second quarter. So following the timeout, the Cardinals coming out and looking at third down and four yards to go for the 36-yard line. Josh Cuddy waiting for the snap again with a wide receiver split out to the left side. Cuddy backs up, wants to throw. Here comes the pressure. The pass is complete, and he got decked there at the uh, 31-yard line. The intended receiver over there was Andrew Thompson coming out of the backfield, but hello and welcome Lane Dicely, who lays the hit on him. Incomplete pass, fourth down and four. Wow, and that uh, was a big hit as uh, Dicely absolutely destroyed the intended receiver, my goodness, he come uh, a long ways. He's a linebacker on this uh, near side of the field, came across, and wow, he laid the uh, wood there. And uh, St. Mary's will look at a fourth down call. My goodness, th- this is, you guys may win the award for hospitality uh, group of the year. It is a fourth down. We just had our lunch given to us. Fourth down and about to four yards to go. And they're going to go for it here, and they're not going to get there. They lined up. It looked like it was in the punt formation. Remember, uh, Cuddy is also the punter. Cuddy just kind of took off. I don't know if that was designed or what, Jimmy, but nevertheless, they get the ball only to the 35-yard line as he was Googling on your uh, your sandwich and your cheesy potatoes here. I was trying to get him out of the road so we don't get nothing on the stat sheets, but again, a another uh, defensive play there for the Bobcats. They stop uh, St. Mary's. Actually, that was a, a loss of one there on whatever play they attempted, whether it was a fake punt or what it exactly was, and John Coffey's troops will come out with 19 seconds left to go here with a 27 to nothing lead. All right, uh, John Rouse comes up with a spread set, play-action pass, wants to throw it downfield. He's got a man out there. It is caught at the 15-yard line down to the 10. 
That is a Mickey who catches the ball there. The tight end for Blue Hill. Out of bounds he goes at the 10-yard line. And now a timeout is called by Blue Hill with 11 seconds to play. So normally you would just maybe fall on the ball here, Jimmy, at 27 to nothing. But no, John Rouse just uh, drops back in a play-action pass and finds a Mickey. And Mickey hauls it in, and now they got the ball down here at the uh, 10.5-yard line with 11 seconds to play. Mike, and we've talked about the wind blowing from north to south here today, pretty brisk across this football field. That's where Blue Hill and Roush has been able to connect on three of his passes. They've gone for 34, 33, a touchdown. That one goes for 24 to Mickey. Roush now with 105 yards of passing. They want to pad this lead. They don't uh, They don't trust that St. Mary's offense. They know how explosive they are, and they are a football team that can score in a hurry. But, boy, the way the defense is playing for Blue Hill so far in this ballgame, Blue Hill is hitting on every cylinder here in this ballgame. And now the uh, Bobcats look at a uh, first down call here. The ball is officially at the 11-yard line. Yeah, they can get a first down down here to one. But remember, there's only 11 seconds to play. John Rouse is under center with uh, one running back in the backfield. Rouse waiting for the ball. He's got it. John looking, looking, and now unloads to uh, nobody in the corner of the end zone. Nobody was open, and he just kind of, that's going to be, a, yeah, that's going to be an intentional grounding call here on the John Rouse. He just threw it into the corner of the end zone. So that's going to be a, a penalty there on the Blue Hill. For intentional grounding, we're down to 5.4 seconds to play. He would have been just as well to throw it over here to the near side of the field where he had a couple of receivers in the area, at least overthrew I think his intended receiver is going to be Carr. He lined up as a wideout on the left side, went in motion, came about five, six yards to the uh, near side hash, and then as he tried to cut up field, went to the ground, slipped uh, on the turf, and now they'll be looking at a uh, second down call, the football out at the, about the 22-yard line. So there's only uh, 5.4 seconds to play here in the second quarter. Again, it's a 27 to nothing ball game as the Blue Hill has got the lead. I think the Bombcats are officially calling a timeout here. So let's keep it right here. It's going to be a short timeout as they figure out what they want to do here with five seconds to play. Yeah, kudos to the uh, Booster Club here in uh, Blue Hill. They have definitely uh, they have wow. definitely a supplied us with a nice little sandwich and some uh, cheesy potatoes here at halftime. My goodness. We we go a long time back for high school playoffs. I don't know if we've had this kind of this kind of treatment. I wonder wonder what kind of treatment we'll get after the game. I, I know some of that yeah. hospitality is very good. Yeah, the problem is it's the payback on the other side. That's, that's <laughs> well, might, might cost us. It 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 will sooner or later. But uh, yeah, Marlon Carr and Ralph Williams coming up uh, doing the duties, delivering some sandwiches here in the press box. So a nice deal. Thank you very much for uh, that for the from the uh, Booster Club. Now we'll look at Blue Hill's second down call here with uh, about five seconds left. Line of scrimmage is the 22 of St. Mary's. A man is going to go in motion now for Blue Hill. Rouse wants to throw the football. He's going to throw it. He's got a man out there. It is caught for the touchdown. It is caught for the touchdown. That is McCoy Minky as he hauls it in at the two-yard line and easily takes it into the end zone for the score. And Blue Hill goes on on top 33 to nothing as time expires here in the second quarter. Well, and as Minky made his cut to the outside, I think that was Blumenstock on coverage. He slipped about in the same area where Carr did on the play before, so I don't know whether uh, the undergrounds uh, run a little too long or what the situation. We haven't had any moisture to speak of for quite some time, but obviously a slick area in the turf there, and Minky was uh, all alone. That would have been embarrassing if he would have dropped that one. Now Blue Hill lines up in the power formation and goes for two. 
All right, two-point conversion attempt. Rouse is going to throw it, though, and it's going to be caught in the end zone by Mans with a two-point conversion. So the two-pointer is good, and Blue Hill tacks on eight more here at the end of the second quarter. We have reached halftime. That was three plays and 35 yards there for the Blue Hill Bobcats. So at halftime, Blue Hill blowing the St. Mary's out of their nest here. The Cardinals are trailing the Blue Hill Bobcats at the break in the Class D2 State High School football playoffs. It is Blue Hill 35, St. Mary's nothing. You're listening to High School Football on the Breeze. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. Listen, college should introduce you to new ideas. It should open your mind to a world of possibilities. You can get access to real-world opportunities at Hastings College, where the world and you align. Find us at Hastings.edu. The South Central State Bank of Campbell, Franklin, Oxford, Blue Hill, and Red Cloud is a full-service bank offering every banking service your family might need. Offering internet and mobile banking. Log on to southcentralstatebank.com. Good luck sports teams from the South Central State Bank. Member FDIC. Where do you get more Superstore? Shopping centered around you. Stop shop that gives you more. Shopping center around you, you, you. Whether you get more, Superstore Alex. Superstore. The Breeze 94.5. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell, Gene Shaw back here in Blue Hill this afternoon. The Class D2 State High School football playoffs on The Breeze. Blue Hill has got the lead. Here at the break, the score is 35 to nothing in favor of the Cats. Our halftime show is brought to you by the Allen Superstore on West 2nd Street in Hastings. Check this week's specials in your local newspaper or online at allensuperstore.com. That's Allen's, the you get more superstore located in West 2nd Street in Hastings. So a 35 to nothing ball game, Blue Hill is out on top. And Jimmy, this is all Blue Hill. As the Bobcats, they have completely dominated from the uh, the first quarter. They scored a couple of touchdowns when uh, St. Mary's was unable to move the ball against the win as they ran six plays and two possessions. Blue Hill scores twice. That's all she wrote. Blue Hill got out to a 14-0 lead, and they have not let up. Well, and that's just it. St. Mary's won the coin toss and elected to receive with the uh, situation where it was with the wind uh, going into the wind to start the ball game out. And I think if Tony Allen had it to do over again, he would change that because that really hurt his squad. They had two, three and outs against this Blue Hill defense. Cuddy was punting basically from the goal line and into the wind. He wasn't getting very good punts off. And Blue Hill started across midfield in Cardinal territory, both drives. Those to come to mind, them, uh, the first two, they scored very quickly and went downfield. And uh, defensively, they have been all over the Cardinals. They've, they've ate the birds up in this first half. They have uh, both sides of the ball, offensively and defensively. This is a 
a way better team than what we've seen against this Paxton Ball Club last week. Blue Hill is hitting on all cylinders. Again, the Bobcats with a lead here at halftime. The score is 35 to nothing. We've got the halftime numbers coming up. We'll check scoring. We've got the scores, and uh, we'll get you up to date on some of the action going on tonight as the Class D1 and D2 state football playoffs move into round number two here today. We'll take a one-minute timeout. We'll come back. You're listening to High School Football on the Breeze. I was raised in a little town eight miles southwest of here, and from my first day, 18 years ago, I loved working at Mary Lanning because of the people. My daily routine is I get in and see as many people as I can, see if there's anything special that they would need. It's just about being there. I graduated with a full ride scholarship to Colorado Art Institute in Denver, and I turned that down because I wanted to be a cowboy. The artwork that I do is very, very soothing for me, and it just relaxes me, and it lets me realize I've just been very blessed. My name is Ron Meyer. I'm a customer advocate for Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration. B&B Carpet, shop us first or shop us last, and you'll find us to be professional and helpful as our customers have for 20 years. We thank you in advance for giving us here at B&B the opportunity to work with you for all your flooring needs. When it's time for flooring, come to B&B Carpet and Donovan, and you'll see why your friends say, that's where we always go. I'm back here in Blue Hill, the state high school football playoffs today here on The Breeze and also online at KLIQFM.com, also on PlatteRiverPreps.com here this afternoon. Blue Hill with a lead at halftime, 35 to nothing. The Cats out on top. As I mentioned, uh, Blue Hill scoring the first two possessions of the ball game here today. Trent Carr got in from seven yards out on a seven-play, 38-yard drive. One after touchdown was no good. Blue Hill led by the score of six to nothing. Again, the Cardinals couldn't do anything with the ball in their second possession. Had to punt. Blue Hill again had the uh, short field, this time from the 38-yard line. This time it only took two plays. Lane Dicely took it in from 37 yards out this time. The two-point conversion was good. That made the score 14 to nothing. Blue Hill with a lead in the first quarter. In the second period, John Rouse connected to Cody Manns on a 33-yard touchdown pass. One after touchdown was good. And the Bombcats went on top by a score of 21 to nothing. Blue Hill scoring again, this time on a 55-yard pass. Actually, uh, this is a 55-yard run. Trent Carr took it in for uh, Blue Hill with two minutes and 39 seconds to play. One after touchdown was no good. They made the score 27 to nothing. Then the Bobcats scoring right before halftime. In fact, as time expired, John Rouse threw a touchdown pass to McCole Mickey. Second touchdown pass of the day for Rouse. And the second uh, touchdown reception for uh, Mickey. As he got a 22-yard uh, touchdown reception for a score, 35 to nothing. The score at halftime is a two-point conversion. Was uh, good there by uh, Blue Hill. So 35 to nothing is the score. The Bombcats with the lead here 
at halftime. So, good, Jimmy, a, a, a half that was completely dominated by the Cats. Well, and it started from the initial kickoff. Again, it went in for a, a touchback, and they came out defensively. They forced a three and out, got the football, took it downfield, scored. Then they forced another three and out, scored again. And I think just the, the, the shock to the St. Mary's football team is, the, wow, what is going on here? And that's the look that I got at halftime. Their team and coaches stood on the sidelines for a good minute, minute and a half before they even tried to regroup and go down to this end zone. I'm sure they're like, what is going on in this game? Because Blue Hill is just absolutely walking all over top of the Cardinals. This is why we play the game. The Blue Hill did it a half. St. Mary's can obviously do it in a half as well. But, boy, they're going to have a challenge against them uh, with this Blue Hill defense. We look at St. Mary's in that first half of action. Josh Cuddy, their quarterback, is 3-9 passing for just 11 yards. St. Mary's has rushed the football 22 times for just 71 yards. The most yardage they got was in the second quarter there at 58 yards. So 82 total yards of offense on 31 offensive plays for St. Mary's. They have four first downs in that first half and have been hit with two penalties in the game. Again, Cuddy's numbers, three of, 11, three of nine, four eleven. He's rushed for 63 yards on 13 carries. And the uh, other running back in there is uh, Pete Blumenstock. Blumenstock has a run for just 10 yards on seven carries. For the Blue Hill Bobcats, they have, uh, again, had all cylinders on go. They've had the gas pedal press all night long. John Roush's numbers in the half, very effective. Six and nine passing, 129, one touchdown. He also converted on a two-point conversion there at the end of the second quarter. Blue Hill has rushed at 25 times for 188 yards, so 317 of total offense in just the first half. Again, Blue Hill coming into the game has been averaging just through 277 a game, so they are well over their uh, game output so far in one half of football. 32 plays run by the Blue Hill offense. Blue Hill with with, uh, 10 first downs in the first half and just four penalties. Look at some individual leaders on the receiving side of things. McCoy Minky with a couple of receptions and 45 yards. uh, uh, Minky with a 21-yard touchdown there late in that uh, second quarter. And uh, it is Kyle Manns, the uh, other guy that just caught some footballs. I had to look at the roster there real quick. Two catches and 36 yards for Manns in the ballgame. Rushing the football, a very balanced attack. It's led by uh, Carr. In the first half, 11 carries and 103 yards, two touchdowns. Dicely has six carries and 52 yards. Dicely with a touchdown from 36 yards in that first half. And the quarterback, John Roush, ends the first half with uh, five carries and just 23 yards. But he's done a great job managing the game and throwing the football. And the yardage has all come virtually into this win. So, hey, win don't bother John Roush at all. And, uh, boy, John Coffey's troops, they they seem smelt blood in the water, and they went for it there at the end of that uh, second quarter. I was kind of surprised they tried to throw and go downfield, but uh, they don't feel safe with any lead they have. They are comfortably ahead of the Cardinals, 35 to nothing. Yeah, I think the Bombcats are uh, flexing their muscles. Stu Pospisil from the Omaha World Herald standing down on the, the Blue Hills sidelines. He picked uh, St. Mary's in this one I saw in his uh, little article this morning. So well, maybe they saw him over here, and they're kind of flexing their muscles today. Well, they very very well could be because Stu up in that uh, – 
what Omaha area and he needs to stay in his own bubble. He doesn't get out in central Nebraska a whole lot. No, Stu does a, a fantastic job, has great, many uh, great articles each and every week. But, uh, yeah, he picks St. Mary's and uh, Blue Hill. They, they don't like that when somebody picks against him. You found that out some years back, all the uh, guff that you got. Now they managed to bring you a sandwich up here. They must have forgot. That's been enough years ago they forgot about you picking against them. You, you notice I don't do that anymore. No, you don't. And look what happens. We get uh, some sandwiches. But Blue Hill comfortably had 35 to nothing. And, and, again, they look very, very good offensively and defensively here tonight. All right, so the state playoffs are continuing. Classes D1 and D2 tonight. And again, classes A, B, C1, and C2 will go on Friday. There's not a whole lot of uh, early activity going on uh, in the state tonight. As far as the playoffs are concerned, there's one game already completed. That was an afternoon game today. That was in class D1. Creighton took care of Tri-County by a score of 76-33. to So Creighton will move on to the next round. They'll play their Lord Central Catholic or Howes uh, Dodge in the next round, and Blue Hill with a lead over St. Mary's here at halftime, 35 to nothing. Winner of this ball game will play the winner of the game going on, starting at 5 this afternoon between Twin Loop and Garden County. Osceola has got a halftime lead over Falls City Sacred Heart. The score is 22 to 12, and those are the only games that are right now underway across the state of Nebraska. We've got some action coming up on the radio Later on tonight, in fact, the pregame show begins here at 5.30 over on Classic Hits 98.9 KKPR. Alma is going to be at home tonight to take on Palmer. We'll have that game for you on Classic Hits on ESPN 14.60. We're going to have the game between Elm Creek and Medicine Valley. That one gets underway at 6.30. And again, all these games also available online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. We'll have game number seven of the World Series coming up tonight on ESPN 1550-KICS. So, again, this score is 35 to nothing. The Blue Hill Bobcats have got the lead here in the contest. Blue Hill is being led uh, defensively so far in this ball game by uh, Trent Carr on defense. He has got five tackles. He's got one quarterback sack so far. Also uh, with five tackles in the first half is Ethan Sharp. Those guys leading the way. Nicole Menke, he's got four tackles on defense. St. Mary's are being led on that side of the ball by uh, Blumenstock. Pete Blumenstock, he's got four tackles. Also, uh, Taylor Reiser, he's got four tackles. And the leading uh, tackler over there for uh, St. Mary's is Andrew Thompson. He's been credited with seven tackles so far here in this uh, football game. So we're at halftime. This is all Blue Hill, but that's why we play four quarters. 35 to nothing is our score. Here in halftime, Blue Hill has got the lead over the St. Mary's Cardinals. The halftime show today has been brought to you by Allen's, your Allen's Superstore, located on West 2nd Street in Hastings. We've got the second half coming up. You're listening to High School Football on the Breeze. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. The undisputed Midwest yield leader. Parents, your job is hard. 
Helping your student find a college won't be your last parental duty. At Hastings College, we promise to say everything you would because we mentor students as if they're our own. Find us at Hastings.edu. The South Central State Bank of Campbell, Franklin, Oxford, Blue Hill, and Red Cloud is a full-service bank offering every banking service your family might need. Offering internet and mobile banking. Log on to SouthCentralStateBank.com. Good luck sports teams from the South Central State Bank. Member FDIC. We're the UK Boys. Centered around you, you, you. One stop shop that gives you more. Shopping centered around you, you, you. Whether you get more, Superstore Alex. Superstore. The Breeze 94.5. All right, back here in Blue Hill, the state high school football playoffs here today. On the breeze, KLIQ 94.5. Brought to you in part by Tramer's Food Center. Also by B&B Carpet, by Glenwood Telephone. Also by Norder Supply, South Central State Bank, Ron's Pharmacy, and Blue Hill Furniture. Good to have you guys aboard. State playoff time. And give me the hometown boys, the Blue Hill Bobcats, out on top here in this one. 35 to nothing and looking extremely good there in that first half. Well, it really did. And again, uh, I've talked about it all half long. They have just been hitting on all cylinders. They have played well defensively. They have played well offensively. They have played well on special teams. They've really just been well-rounded. They've done it in every <clears throat> every phase possible here in this ballgame. I'm sure John Coffey and his troops at halftime are, uh, you know, Telling, telling the guys, let's don't let up. We've got a big, sizable lead here. This is a team that can score and score very quickly. But, again, you just look at the emotions on the sidelines. Blue Hill huddled up now. But just the uh, St. Mary's ball club just kind of slowly walking back over to their sidelines. You have to wonder what their thoughts are. They're a team that has only lost one game and has really been, as I look through the scores, they have won several games by a sizable margin. So they're used to winning games very easily and uh, haven't been in a, in a situation like this to where they have been shut out and shocked here in this first half. St. Mary's has done a good job, though. This is a team last year that finished 3-6, and six, and they were blown out of a lot of ball games a year ago, and they had a majority of their team uh, come back this year. And you heard uh, their head coach, Tony Allen, talk about it during the pregame show. They came back a uh, a year uh, stronger and a year smarter. They have played extremely well. Their only loss was to uh, Bloomfield this year, and Bloomfield is the team that's playing Lawrence Nelson tonight in the state playoffs. So this team has been down before, and I'm sure they're going to try their best here in the uh, second half of play, but we'll see what happens. They are down 35 to nothing here in this uh, football game. Well, and one thing they rely on is their quarterback, Josh Cuddy. He's been their all-due guy throwing the football, rushing the football. You talked about in the pregame show with John Coffey having to be careful because he's a dual-threat quarterback and he can do it all. But again, Blue Hill has done a great job when Cuddy's tried to get it to the outside Blue Hill defense. They have got speed as well. They have been able to string the play out, get him to the sidelines, use that boundary to their advantage, and uh, they have really won the battle so far in this first half. Again, Cuddy with only 63 yards on 13 carries in the first half. And Pete Blumenstock, who has had a tremendous season coming in, over 700 yards on the year, he has had a tough go of it, only 10 yards tonight. So St. Mary's uh, will be forced to kick off. Again, we talk about the wind, the wind blowing from north to south. St. Mary's will be kicking that football, kind of 
funny to take the to realize the selection that Tony Allen made on that coin toss when they won it with the way the wind is uh, blowing here in this ball game. Yeah, he uh, took the football to lead off the game, and I don't know if that choice was the right one to make because they couldn't get anything going offensively. And Blue Hill, bam, just like that, put a couple of touchdowns on the board, fourteen and nothing after one quarter. I don't know what the the holdup is. We got both teams on the field. We are lined up, ready to go. As uh, no, we we need a football. Yeah, that would help. We need a football we, to, we need to the start football. the second half. Yeah, the football was over hiding on the other side. So the official yeah, the, goes over and asks for it. Now he receives it. Now we're ready to go. The youngins for St. Mary's are over there playing catch with the game ball over on the uh, track. And now they'll tee the pig up at the 30-yard line. And we'll get things all dialed in here. Again, they will kick into the wind here. And Blue Hill with an opportunity probably to return this kickoff. Yeah, the small town boys, they want to play with the ball at halftime. Just bring it back, will you? We got our teed up here at the 30-yard line. Again, the Blue Hill out on top in this ballgame. It's going to be a short kickoff. It bounces along the ground. Ockengay finally picks it up at the 15, back to the 20, 25 down the sideline. 30, and he's upended at the 32-yard line. So a good return there. Blumenstock was the guy to uh, trip him up there at about the 31 or 32. I've never seen anybody as fast as you did just uh, devour your sandwich and your cheesy potatoes there in between uh, accumulating stats and give us all the, the information there at halftime. That baby, it's in the trash. Oh, yeah, the, uh, the paper plate and the napkin, there's nothing left. Well, the flies that were accumulating in the booth were uh, bad, and then the, the temperature going from uh, nice and warm to very cool. I wanted to get that sandwich down, but I got her, and uh, Blue Hill's out for their first down here. There's uh, Rouse handing the ball away. That's going to be Carr. Slips a couple of tacklers, brings it across the 35 to the 40 into uh, St. Mary's territory at about the 39-yard line. Tackle is made in there by uh, Thompson again. Andrew Thompson, the outside linebacker for the uh, Cardinals. So Blue Hill just picks up with a left off. It's been a brutal, brutal rushing attack here for the Bobcats. Just a banging play off the right side there with Carr. He gets into the secondary and nearly picks up enough for the first down. We'll call it a gain of nine just across midfield at the 39. Second down here for uh, the Bobcats. Here's Rouse going to hand the ball away. It comes loose, and it's going to be recovered by St. Mary's. The ball pops loose, and it's recovered here by a Wheezy. That is the second turnover for the Bobcats. That was a big shot. Dicely got the football going through the middle, and somebody got a helmet right on the football, and it uh, shot up into the air. And a uh, Cardinal, Wheezy comes down with the football at about the uh, 30. Actually, a 36-yard line is where St. Mary's. So that's the second fumble tonight. The first one did not hurt Blue Hill. They were able to stop. St. Mary's on that drive. We'll see what happens here. Not as good as field position as the prior fumble in the first half. But again, Blue Hill with two turnovers in this ballgame. So just underway here in the second half. We're in the third quarter. Josh Cuddy is up under center with one setback behind him. Cuddy just going to throw the ball out there. It's going to be grabbed by Blumenstock. He tries to race to the sideline, 30-35, and he's run out of bounds. So they swing the ball. That was actually a lateral going to the far side. Finally run out of bounds over there by Cody Manns. For Blue Hill, a loss of two yards in a play. Again, it was a lateral coming out of the backfield as Blumenstock was out there in the flats. They hit the ball to him, but he ran out of real estate, and he ends up losing two yards in a play. Well, and that's a dangerous pass right there because if Blumenstock doesn't come up with it, it is a live football, but he does make the reception, but he gets around the corner, and again, team speed is tremendous for Blue Hill. They were able to run him down on the far side of the field. Loss of two, second down and 12. Cutty from the uh, spread set. Now he's going to throw the football downfield. He's got a man out there, and it's going to be incomplete at the 25-yard line. 
had a man out there. He was behind the secondary of Blue Hill, but the pass was a little bit underthrown. That was a Zach Weezy out there. He had to wait for the ball, Jimmy, and that was thrown against the win. Again, that had a big, big effect on that play. Well, it hasn't affected Roush in throwing the football tonight. He is connected on some big plays, but again, the, the penetration was coming, and uh, Cuddy didn't have a lot of time. He had to throw that off his back foot, and boy, how he got loose. Weezy got loose in that secondary from Blue Hill. If they're able to connect in stride, that's six points, but at uh, Falls down to the ground, incomplete. Third down and 12 for the Cardinals. Line of scrimmage is about to 34. Cuddy drops back to throw. He's under pressure. He's just got to get rid of it. Yeah, he was under pressure there. A couple of bobcats is threw the ball into the ground to Andrew Thompson. He wanted no part of that, baby. Fourth down and 12 yards to go. Well, that was both your ends from the right and the left side. Mans and Carr coming in hard. Nobody touched him on that touch screen play. They let the guys through, but they came through so fast they could not even get that play to develop. And it goes for not, so the turnover does not hurt Blue Hill. Ockingay will stand inside his 20 to field this punt. Eight minutes and 35 seconds to play. Here's the end over end kick. is going to bounce to the 25 down to the 15-yard line. And it goes out of bounds, and that's where Blue Hill will get the ball. 35 to nothing is the score. The Bobcats have the lead. we got a uh, running clock now here in the uh, second half as the Bobcats try to assault this baby away. You did a pretty good job on your bill. I was checking it out over there. Go ahead and indulge into another bite. I can take her from here. But, again, thanks to the Blue Hill Booster Club and our two delivery boys and uh, Marlon Carr and uh, Ralph Williams. What do they want? They want something. I'll guarantee I went to college with Ralph. He usually wants something. But, uh, yeah, a delicious sandwich there at halftime. That was very good. Thank you, guys. Blue Hill has got the lead. They've got the ball back here. There's a uh, reverse play down to Minky. Takes it to the wide side of the field. He's at the 15 to the 20 out to the 23-yard line. He is going to be spilled right there. Tackle is made by a Blumenstock for St. Mary's. Again, the winner of this ball game goes on to play again next week in the third round. They'll play either Twin Loop or they'll take on the Garden County. I had to look up a Twin Loop. Earlier today, I was just uh, looking ahead. I thought, where in the heck is Twin Loop? Yeah. Well, there's Twin Loop, there's Twin River, yep. there's uh, Cross County. There's, boy, a lot of consolidations anymore, and you've got to really kind of uh, look things up online. Second down and about three yards to go for Blue Hill. They've got the ball on their own 23-yard line. Here's the option play. Pitch back comes. There's a fumble on the play, and Carr has got to fall on top of it, and it kind of squirts loose, and Carr has to regain control back here at about the 18-yard line. So the Bobcats will be looking at a third-down situation. First time in seven years at Blue Hill. Looks like they're going to move past the second round of the state high school football playoffs. Of course, they made that very successful run in Class C2. Won a championship. They were runner-up a couple of times under uh, Scott Porter, who's now uh, out at Cambridge. And now uh, John Coffey is taking over, looking to make a run in the Class D2 ranks here in Blue Hill. Third down and about seven yards to go. The Cats with the ball on their own 18-yard line. Here's Rouse. He wants to throw the football again. Stands in the pocket. Unloads downfield. The ball is caught at the 40. 35-30 down the sideline. 25-20. 15 down to the 11-yard line. That is McCole Mickey again getting behind the secondary of St. Mary's and takes the ball down the 11-yard line. Zach Weezy finally brings him down down there for the St. Mary's Cardinals. Three catches and 88 yards for Mickey. And how do you let a guy get that much room on you? He started out on the right side, just run down to about the 35, cut it across the middle of the field. Roush is having a field day out there throwing the football. He has been right on the money. Mankey catches that in stride, takes it all the way down inside the 20-yard line. Blue Hill on the attack again. Now they got to 
two ends in tight. The back stacked up in the offside, uh, offset eyes. They hand the ball away to Carr. And Carr's going to be stacked up right at the line of scrimmage. In fact, a loss in the a play of about uh, two yards back to the 21-yard line. Good penetration there by Josh Cuddy. So Blue Hill looking good here this afternoon. I'll tell you what, it's going to take a pretty good football team to give a Blue Hill a run here in Class D2. Well, when we got to talking last week after the ball game, our first chance to see Blue Hill, they hang their hat on the rushing attack. Usually you find somebody that can uh, stop the running game. It's going to stop the Blue Hill offense, but, boy, they're showing uh, they can do it on uh, different uh, sides of things from throwing the football to rushing the football. They're going to be tough, and defensively they are as sound as you can imagine. There they run the option play to the weak side as Carr has got the ball. He brings it back inside the numbers as he takes it down to the 16-yard line. Tackle is made in there by Blumenstock for the uh, St. Mary's Cardinals. So now it'll be Blue Hill looking at a third-down situation. A pickup of about four in that last play. So they lost two, picked up four. Now it's third down, eight yards to go. The ball's sitting right at the 18-yard line. Four minutes and 43 seconds to play here in the third quarter. Blue Hill out on top by a score of 35 to nothing. And the Bobcats looking for more. Wide receiver splits out wide to the right side. They're going to split out Trent Carr now. He will come to the uh, right side of the formation. One lone setback behind the quarterback, John Rouse. And now we've got a a penalty flag, and we're going to have a offsides call here on St. Mary's. So they come up on defense and line up offsides. That's going to give Blue Hill a, a free five yards here. So instead of third down and eight yards, they go to be third down and three as they move the ball down to the 13-yard line of St. Mary's. Third penalty on St. Mary's here this evening. Our line judge down in front of us, he throws that uh, penalty flag, and Blue Hill now with a third down and a short to get the uh, first guy to go just inside the 10. Here's uh, Rouse. He's going to take the ball himself. He'll take he'll hit it across the 10, down to the 5, down to the 3-yard line. John Rouse, the five foot seven, 150-pound junior quarterback there for Blue Hill. This is a guy that didn't even play varsity football a year ago, Jimmy. And he has come on and played extremely well for the Blue Hill Bobcats. He was tackled in the play by Rosencrans for St. Mary's, but the Blue Hill Bobcats knocking on touchdown door at the three-yard line. That is first down number 12 for Blue Hill, actually 13 in this game. Roush now with uh, 31 yards on six carries. Nicely now from the uh, Wildcat. He's going to take it straight ahead. He's going to get in the end zone for the touchdown. Boy, nobody wants to get in front of this guy. Six foot one, 210 pound junior. He is a machine, Jimmy, as he takes that one out of the Wildcat and just plows ahead for the touchdown. That's 41 to nothing. Blue Hill with the lead. Dicely now with eight carries in the game and 57 yards. The Mack truck takes it in for a second touchdown of the night. And again, uh, John Coffey using that Wildcat formation a lot more than he did last week. Again, against Paxton. Dicely takes it in off the left side. Now Simonson into the game for the PAT, and that one is blocked. That is Cuddy that got in there from the uh, right side and able to get a hand up, so Simonson's kick is blocked. But Blue Hill takes it downfield, tacks on another six. Yeah, the snap was a little bit off of the mark. Don Rouse got the ball down, but the uh, penetration was too much and got in there to block it. Three minutes and 34 seconds to play here in the third quarter. We'll take a break. Blue Hill 41 and St. Mary's nothing. 
Glenwood Business Center offers a ready-to-go, on-demand furnished office for up to three people with affordable rent by the hour, day, or week. A modern tech-powered space complete with Glenwood high-speed fiber allows you to do sales presentations, demonstrations, or one-on-one training. Do you have a home-based business? This fresh, clean space offers a safe and secure place to meet. It's quick and easy to rent with a great downtown Hastings location. Call today, 402-303-1000 to reserve your meeting date. The Breeze 94.5. All right, Blue Hill tacks on one more, 41 to nothing. The Bobcats have a lead. Choo, 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 my friend. You've got to get that down before the flies carry what's left out of the uh, booth of your sandwich. Simonson in, got the pig teed up the 30-yard line, and he'll kick this off. Now the sun breaking through again here in uh, mostly an overcast day in Blue Hill, and that will go... uh, Boy, that's about seven, eight yards deep. Simonson can get into the football. He's got a lot of leg. Yeah, we haven't seen it too much in the past couple of weeks. But Simonson, yeah, he's got a good leg. We saw him in uh, the pregame workouts last week. He was kicking 42-yard field goals. Yeah, without a problem. So they don't uh, they don't try to go for field goals a whole lot. Why would you? Your offense is big and strong. You usually can get there. But, boy, they are really putting it to uh, St. Mary's here now. They run out on the field for another possession. But uh, this game is Hanley on the side of the guys in blue and black. Josh Cuddy comes back out for uh, St. Mary's. He fakes the ball, and now he's going to run it. And Cuddy brings the ball across the 15 out to about the 18-yard line. Again, he's he's got the big-time numbers coming into this football game, Jimmy, but Blue Hill's done a great job on him. He has not been able to get loose against his defense this afternoon. Well, we'll give him three on that. Now that's uh, 14 carries and 66 yards for Cuddy. They have not uh, done a whole lot here in the third quarter. Chris Blue Hill was able to take that uh, last drive downfield, chew up a lot of clock, tack on another six. 2.55 to play here in the third quarter. Blue Hill has uh, scored already here in the third. They've now got a 41 to nothing lead over St. Mary's, looking to advance into the third round of the state playoffs next week. Josh Cuddy, the uh, senior quarterback, has got the ball. He backs up, throws it across the middle, incomplete. Trying to get it to uh, Zach Weezy. It's incomplete. Back in coverage for uh, Blue Hill was uh, Trey Ockengay. So now it's third down. Third down and uh, six yards to go. Again, we got the running clock here. In the second half, 2.23 and the clock is running. This will be a very quick uh, second half of football. And for whatever reason, whether it be the, the long bus ride down from O'Neill or what have you, Cuddy and his receivers have really not been on the same page today. The timing has been off. He's underthrown some receivers. He's only connected on four passes out of 13. Two of those plays have gone for loss of yards. So the Blue Hill defense has uh, put a lot of pressure on, but Cuddy has not had one of his better days throwing the football. Wide receiver splits out to the left side. Cuddy wants to throw. Here comes the pressure. Cuddy throws the ball. It's going to be caught here at the 15-yard line, 16-17, and not much there. Over there defensively was uh, Trent Quartz for the uh, Blue Hill Bobcats. They threw that ball out here to the uh, left side of the formation. That was Andrew Thompson coming out of the backfield to grab it. But that was just a, a short gain, and it's fourth down. I got to punt the ball away. Actually, a loss of one there on the play. Again, Blue Hills defense very fast gets out there, strings it out, brings him down for a uh, loss. So now Cuddy going to punt the football away. He's going to need to put that uh, foot in some ice on the way back to O'Neill as he kicks it to Ockingay. Yeah, they had five punts in the first half alone. Ball bounces at the 39. It takes a nice bounce here for St. Mary's across the 30, across the 25, across the 20, and finally blown dead here. They're going to mark it right at the 20-yard line. So oh, that's where uh, 
Blue Hill will start. Good kick by Cuddy there, 43 yards. He got a good roll. Ockingate was standing about his uh, own 30, but he just elected to let that football roll. Got a good bounce on the grass surface. And Blue Hill with uh, just under 45 seconds left to go here in the third quarter. They will take a, another possession. We'll check the personnel out there for Blue Hill. It's still going to be a John Rouson there at the quarterback. The run with a... Two ends in tight, offset eye behind uh, Rouse as he looks over the defense. And first down and uh, 10 yards to go. They hand the ball away straight ahead. That is Trent Quartz carrying the ball to about the 23-yard line. Brought down there by Josh Cuddy of St. Mary. So just a two-yard gain there. Second down and eight yards to go. Well, Court, he sure adds a, uh, a little bit of a, a spark to this uh, Blue Hill offense. He was injured again last week, did not play. But, again, you've got uh, Dicely, you've got Carr. You can put Mans in there if you need to, but uh, they haven't put him in his back tonight. And Court has gotten a couple of carries. He has fumbled once tonight, but that one there does what he could to get positive yardage, picks up two, and that is going to be the end of the third quarter as, uh, wow, Blue Hill all over top of St. Mary's. Three quarters in the books tonight here on the Breeze. The score is Blue Hill 41, St. Mary's nothing. You're listening to High School Football. Ron's Pharmacy is your you-save pharmacy in Blue Hill with complete pharmacy service, including mail-out service. Ron's Pharmacy also has school supplies, American greeting cards, Russell Stover candies, and Timex watches. You can trust and depend on Ron's Pharmacy because they've been serving you for more than 30 years. Ron's Pharmacy proudly supports academics and athletics in Blue Hill and wishes all the athletes and coaches good luck. Ron's Pharmacy, your Blue Hill you-save pharmacy. For all your furniture and flooring needs, stop at Blue Hill Furniture. In business since 1889, Blue Hill Furniture has the stability, selection, and quality of larger stores to go with friendly service and competitive prices. Top brand names, too. If you're looking for a single piece or an entire room, Blue Hill Furniture will take care of you. Better Buys in Blue Hill, located at 501 West Gage. For your convenience, they accept Visa and MasterCard. Blue Hill Furniture proudly supports Blue Hill Athletics and Academics. The Breeze, 94.5. Back in Blue Hill, fourth quarter here. The Bobcats are out on top by a score of 41 to nothing here in the ball game as Blue Hill's got the ball inside handoff. Carrying the ball here was Carr. He brings it to the 31. Second quarter score in. Twin Loop is out on top of Garden County, 24 to 6. That's a second quarter score. So if this thing uh, holds up. Blue Hill would play uh, at Twin Loop next week in the next round of the playoffs, and I'm going to go scrambling because I have no idea. I have no idea about the Twin Loop and even where their, their field is located. Third down here in the yard to go for uh, Blue Hills. They just go uh, straight ahead here with the quarterback, John Rouse, as he brings it to about the 33. Tackle is made in there by Thompson. 82 yards, is that it? Yeah, I was going to get to that here. I've uh, My pencil's been getting a workout on the Blue Hill side of things. Yeah, for St. Mary's in the ballgame, they have run 37 offensive plays, have only been able to put up 82 yards, 74 on the ground, and just eight through the air. That is tremendous. This is a team coming in, pushing 300 per game. Blue Hill defense has played outstanding. First down, 10 yards to go for the Cats. There's a, a quick pitch outside. Carr eludes one man, and he runs out of real estate as he's run out of bounds over there. At about the 34-yard line, Josh Cuddy. Over there, making sure he stumps out of bounds. 
We'll give him a pickup of two yards and a play. Second down, eight yards to go. Blue Hill with a lead here, 41 to nothing over St. Mary's. Nobody expected this today. No, and I knew you were going to ask for it. You wanted the numbers for Blue Hill. I'll give them to you. Very impressive. Rouse, seven of eight, passing 172. One touchdown, two touchdowns in the game. They've run for 219, so 391 of total offense are over 400 now as we've gotten into the fourth quarter. Now we got a uh, new quarterback in there. No, that's uh, Trent Carr going to carry the ball straight ahead. That's for a couple of yards. We do have a new quarterback in there, I think, for uh, Blue Hill. That's uh, Himmelberg that's in there. Uh, J.C. Himmelberg is into the ball game now for Rouse. So John's days, at least his playing time of this one, are going to be over. Blue Hill has got the ball to the 40-yard line. So Himmelberg, J.C. Himmelberg, a six-foot sophomore, is into the ball game now for the Cats. 41 to nothing, clock running with 9.45 to play here in the fourth quarter from Blue Hill here this you, afternoon. Hope you did a work on uh, two deeps over the week from last week. There will be uh, everybody suited up. We'll probably get in this game. There's a man coming in motion. It actually hits him now. That's Mans that was coming in motion, and the snap came back to uh, it hit him, and the ball is loose, and it's going to be recovered by St. Mary's. So that's the third turnover, the third fumble by Blue Hill. The man, no, that was a Trent Carr or Trent Court that was coming in motion to the wide side of the field. The snap came back and actually hit him, and uh, the ball was loose, and St. Mary's recovers. Well, and that's, uh, again, uh, the third fumble the Blue Hill has lost. Fourth one they've had tonight. They have, uh, Manza had one. He was able to get back on top of the football, but, uh, boy, you can't be turning the football over. They have tonight, but you can't as you get on uh, down the road in the playoffs, and now St. Mary's takes over inside the 40-yard line. Again, it's a 41 to nothing ball game as uh, Josh Cuddy stays in there, tries to get to the numbers, and down he goes at the 41. So a loss of a couple of yards on the play. That was a Cody Manns over here to cover him up for a Blue Hill defensively. Boy, if you're going to nitpick the uh, the ball game here, the three turnovers by Blue Hill definitely uh, hasn't cost him anything yet, but you can't do that in big ball games. No, you can't, and uh, I'll guarantee you the game they uh, thought uh, this week was going to be very, very difficult. This is a good St. Mary's team. Again, 8-1 and record, same as Blue Hill. They have just done a great job shutting them down. Next week will be even tougher. You can ill afford to have them costly mistakes. Second down and 13 yards to go. Inside handoff, stumbling for a couple of yards there for St. Mary's is going to be Jared Atkinson, who is in there now as he takes the ball back to the original line of scrimmage. So a couple of running plays, no gain in a play. And it's third down and about 10 yards to go. The ball sitting at the 39-yard line of Blue Hill. Just under eight minutes to play now in this ballgame. Well, not sure whether we'll see Colin Brown. They continue to shuffle guys in. Uh, coaching staff uh, slapping him on the shoulders. And uh, that's quite a feat when you get to slap him on the shoulder pads. you about got to climb a ladder. But, again, Brown has uh, played a big part on the both offensive and defensive lines. Josh uh, Cuddy wants to throw the football. Now he uh, runs the draw play, sliding through there is a Blumenstock. Penalty flags are down. Now the ball comes loose, and Blue Hill is going to be on top of the ball at the 36, and we'll check out not one but two penalty flags. That's yeah, going to take a while. I think one of them is going to be a face mask as they got uh, Blue Hill got their hands up around the ball carrier's uh, helmet, and they will sort this out in between the 35 and 40-yard line. Yeah, Streff was the guy who came up with a loose ball there for uh, Blue Hill. Two penalty flags are down, one at the 41, one at the uh, 37-yard line. As the officials will huddle here to uh, figure this thing out with seven minutes and 26 seconds to play here in the fourth quarter. It's going to be a face mask call against uh, Blue Hill. Is that what everybody saw? The officials are still talking here. 
That would be a penalty against the Blue Hill. It was a third down and 10 situation. The ball was sitting at about the 38-yard line of a Blue Hill. So the indication we saw was the uh, personal foul face mask against the Bobcats. I guess everybody saw that. That's going to cost them 15 yards. So that's going to give uh, St. Mary's the uh, first down. They yeah. take the ball down to the 23-yard yeah, line. Yeah, that face mask is a spot foul. That's what they were determining where the ball carrier was before the ball came out, and it was just inside the 40-yard line, so they'll march off 15 from there, so they'll actually spot it down inside the 25-yard line at the 24. So this is getting to be uh, about the deepest threat that St. Mary's has had tonight, I believe. They had her down here once before, but they turn it over on downs on a uh, fourth-down situation. Cuddy runs the option play. Blumenstock has got the ball. Looked like he wanted to throw the ball, but then he's going to be running out of bounds over here at about the 25-yard line. Over here defensively was uh, Trent Court again for Blue Hill. Trace Ockengay also over here for the Cats. Might have been a, a halfback pass there. It was blown up by uh, Court and Ockengay. He's running out of bounds over here. A loss of a yard in the play. 6.49 to play here in the ball game. Blue Hill out on top, 41 to nothing here in this one. Boy, and a lot of these eight-man teams have tremendous speed on the outside, but Blue Hill, all of them. I mean, you watch the gang tackling that goes on. You've got guys from the line that are uh, getting in on the uh, tackle, and they're able to string offenses out. They did that play for a loss of one. There's a fake inside. Now running the ball is going to be uh, Josh Cutting. He's going to be run out of bounds down around the 15-yard line. Cardinals. So they move it down to the uh, 15. Tackle is made in there by Minky again for uh, Blue Hill. We'll give him a pickup of about, uh, what, six, seven, eight yards on the play. He's going to move the ball down here to the 15-yard line. It's going to bring up a third down and two situation now for St. Mary's. The Cardinals trying to get into the end zone here. And what's going to turn out to be their final game of the 2016 season is they're going to go down to the Blue Hill Bobcats here tonight. And Blue Hill will move on. They'll take on either... Twin Loop or uh, Garden County next week in the third round of the uh, state playoffs. There's a running play again to Cuddy. He takes it off the right side. A couple of yards, only needed two as they try to get the ball to the 14-yard line. Again, the game we're watching is the uh, Twin Loop-Garden County game. They're in the second quarter, and the Twin Loop has got the lead over Garden County by a score of 24-6. to So I have to do a little, uh, little book work this week. Where, oh, where is a twin loop? May have to take a day off a of party line to, uh, to do that. But while you were looking at that, uh, Cuddy was able to pick up the first down, picked up nearly three. So now they'll spot it uh, in between the 10 and 15-yard lines, and it'll be a first down for the Cardinals. All right, so uh, trying to avoid the shutout here is that Cuddy's going to take the ball down to around the 10. Penalty flags go down as a Cuddy goes down at the uh, 10-yard line on the turf. Tackle is made in there by the... Blue Hill Bobcats, that was uh, Trent Carr making the uh, stop there for Blue Hill. Again, penalty flags are down, down here at the 10-yard line. It's going to be a penalty marched off against Blue Hill. Five yards, they move it down to the five-yard line. Twin Loop is evidently a cooperative between uh, Sargent and uh, Loop County, is what they they tell me. So that's north. That's your first indication. That's a good indication. We're headed north somewhere. (laughs) First down and... Goal, actually first down and about three yards to go. The ball is at the uh, five-yard line. There's a uh, running play there to uh, Thompson, and Thompson's going to go uh, straight ahead for maybe a yard when he runs into Lane Dicely down around the uh, four-yard line. So four minutes and 35 seconds to play. Here in this one, we got the post-game show coming up. We'll have all the uh, 
statistics that you need here in this one. We'll check all the scoring. We'll run down the scores that we have so far on this second week of the state high school football playoffs in classes D1 and D2. And most of the action is uh, coming up later on tonight. Just a scattering of games in the uh, afternoon time slot here today. Josh Cuddy is in the uh, shotgun set now with a running back just to his right as Cuddy takes off and tries to pound it into the end zone. He goes off with the left side as he takes the ball down to the two-yard line. Well, he is met there by uh, Ethan Sharp. So the front-line defense, for the most part, still out there for a Blue Hill. I'm sure they like to uh, lock up a shutout here. We're down to three minutes and 48 seconds to play in the football game. And now uh, St. Mary's has got a uh, first down down here at about the uh, two-and-a-half-yard line. That is the seventh first down for St. Mary's here in the ball game, And for Cuddy, he's slowly but surely getting to his game average of 90 yards. I've now got him for uh, 80 yards, and he's up under center on this first down call. It has not been easy as Cuddy just uh, goes straight ahead. Now a penalty flag goes down as Cuddy gets the ball into the end zone for the score, but I think this one is going to come back and maybe a hold up there. Uh, the offensive line for St. Mary's as the officials step in there. The only flag went down as Cuddy was heading for the end zone for St. Mary's. And here's the indication it's going to be a uh, a face mask call against the Blue Hills. Another face mask. Cuddy evidently did not uh, quite make it into the end zone. Or did they? Yeah, Cuddy's going to get in there from uh, two yards out. So the penalty is going to be declined. Cuddy takes it in from two yards out. They haven't put it up on the uh, board yet, but it's going to be a, a touchdown there. For uh, St. Mary's, now they're going to go for a, a two-point conversion here from the three-yard line. That's the third face mask penalty on Blue Hill on just this drive. Cuddy from the uh, shotgun. He's going to take off and just uh, run it into the end zone for the uh, two-point conversion. So a touchdown and a uh, two-point conversion there by uh, Cuddy. And finally, St. Mary's gets on the scoreboard here in the fourth quarter of play. Three minutes and 32 seconds to play. In the fourth quarter, we'll take a break now with a score, Blue Hill 41 and St. Mary's 8. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. The Breeze 94.5. So a 10-play, 39-yard drive for St. Mary's. Finally, Josh Cuddy gets it in from two yards out. The two-point conversion is good. So there goes the shutout, but Blue Hill probably not going to care. 41-8. to The Bombcats have got the lead here in the Class D2 State High School football playoffs. Now it'll be Ockingay back deep for Blue Hill to receive this kick, which will come from the 30-yard line, but again, uh, the Cardinals get that monkey off their back and get a score, and he's into the football. There's a hockey game. It goes right through his hands, and it's going to go into the end zone and out, so it's going to be a touchback here, and Blue Hill will have the ball from their own 15-yard line. That was a low bullet coming in there at uh, Ockingay. He tried to field it above his helmet. That thing whistled right on through and right through the end zone, and they'll bring it out to the 15. All right, we're going to see some new folks into the ball game now for Blue Hill. Cade Golter is going to be on the offensive line. We're trying to pick up some of these guys. Max Borman, a uh, running back, is going to be out there for Blue Hill. J.C. Hemmelberg is going to come back out. 
He'll be the uh, quarterback. We're going to have uh, Jacob Canterbury on the offensive line as well for the Cats. First down and 10 from their own 15-yard line. Back stacked up in the I formation now for Himmelberg. He's going to hand the ball away, and that's going to be blown up right off the bat here. I think Molman fumbled that. Yeah, they did. They fumbled that, and that's going to be uh, – Yeah. That'll be uh, Jake Crumley coming up with a football. So a little bit too late, but, again, they get some uh, JVs in there, and Mormon uh, takes the handoff and just fumbles it right down the turf, and and uh, St. Mary's will come up with a football. The little cats. Wow. The little cats. Can't be having that if you want to turn into a big cat. That's four turnovers now for a Blue Hill here in the ballgame. They turn this one over with uh, three minutes to play in the fourth quarter. Blue Hill is comfortably ahead, though, 41-8 to here in this one as uh, Josh Cuddy comes back out. The number one quarterback here for uh, St. Mary's. There's a completed pass down inside the five-yard line to the three. That's Zach Wheezy. They have not had great success throwing the football, but they get one right there. A completed pass down to about the three-yard line is Zach Wheezy, who had 16 receptions coming to the football game here this afternoon. They're going to get a first down in the play. So now it's going to be first down and goal for the Blue Hill three-yard line. Well, it gives uh, St. Mary's a chance to pad their stats a bit on their last game of the season. That one nearly got in the uh, end zone was Wheezy. Again, he was the leading receiver coming in with 211 yards and five touchdowns. Wheezy now in the ball game with uh, just two. That's his second one. We'll give him 15 yards as St. Mary's looks at a first and goal inside the five. Line up with the uh, pistol set. Blumenstock is in the backfield. Here's a pass that's going to be thrown to the far side. It's going to be grabbed there for the touchdown. Grabbed in the corner of the end zone on the far sideline and grabbing the ball for St. Mary's over there was uh, Grady Seaman. Seaman is six foot two, 155-pound in. That's a two-yard touchdown pass there for uh, St. Mary's, and it's now 41-14. to 14. And for Cuddy, his eighth touchdown pass of the season. Cuddy has accounted for 20 Nine touchdowns now on the season. He is, uh, again, uh, really the go-to guy and the guy that, uh, as you said, the – how did you say that earlier? The stir sticker. The, the straw that stirs straw the drink. straw that stirs the drink. I got you now. And uh, St. Mary's will line up for a two-point conversion try here. So it's now a 41-14 uh, to a 14 ball game as they run the uh, two-point conversion. Thank Cuddy fumbled that down around – the goal line. Yeah, there's a big stack up down there. The two-point conversion is going to be uh, no good. So uh, Blue Hill fumbles with the uh, second teamers in there. Recovered by St. Mary's. They stick it in the end zone on a two-yard touchdown pass from Cuddy to Seaman. Two-point conversion is no good. That's the way we stand. Now we'll take a break. 3-0-4 to play in the ball game. It's Blue Hill 41, St. Mary's 14. Thramers Food Center is located in downtown Blue Hill. At Thramers, they take pride in their fresh meat produce and their fast-friendly hometown service. Stop in for their daily lunch specials, some home fried chicken, or any of their delicious deli items. Open Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. and Saturdays, 8 to 5.30. Good luck, Bobcats, from Tim and Deb and the crew at Thramers Food Center in Blue Hill. Breeze 94.5. High school football action here today on The Breeze, KOIQ 94.5. And online at PlantRiverPreps.com, it is a 41-14 ball game now in favor of the Cats. Leading uh, St. Mary's, it'll be uh, Blue Hill moving into the next round of the state playoffs next week against either Twin Loop 
for Garden County. Twin Loops still leading 24-6. The last report in their ball game with Garden County. There's the kickoff. It's going to go through the end zone again. Have we had a return yet this this ball game? I don't think we have. I think both kickers are pretty well. Uh, yeah, I think they've pretty much put it uh, through the, the end zones and been a touchback. All right, so now the uh, second teamer is going to come back out there. I'm sure John Coffey says just hang on to the ball here. Three minutes to play, 41-14 to 14 is the score. Blue Hill has got the lead. The Cats led at halftime 35 to nothing. We've had the running clock here in the second half as uh, Himmelberg comes up under center, backs in the I formation. They'll try this again as Himmelberg just goes uh, straight ahead for the 15 out to the 17-yard line. It's going to be dropped right there. 14 to nothing at the end of the first quarter. Blue Hill scores three times in the second period to lead 35 to nothing by halftime. Blue Hill scoring a touchdown in the third to make it 41 to nothing. They score one in the fourth to make it 41 to eight, or at least uh, St. Mary's did. St. Mary's then recovering a fumble and taking it in the end zone to make it 41 to 14. That's the way we stand right now. There's a pitch play to Mormon getting outside. He's at the 20, 25-yard line and run out of bounds over there. So the little guy, Max Mormon, 5'5", five 115 pounds, soaking wet. A, a freshman takes it to the outside, gets outside the numbers, and has finally run out of bounds over there at about the 23-yard line. Third down and a yard for the Cats. They must have weighed him with all his pads on wet as he gets a toss sweep to the far side of the field. Mormon a speedster out there. He's not very big. As he uh, takes that off the right side, nearly picks up a first down, third down and short for Blue Hill. Yeah, he'll line up as the eye back here in the offset eye on third and short. Here's a Himmelberg going to uh, give the ball off to him again. He's going to run inside this time as he gets the first down across the 25 to the 26-yard line. So he can get outside, and then the little guy runs uh, between the uh, two guards there. He picks up the first down to the 26-yard line. Two and a half minutes to play here in the fourth quarter. Blue Hill comfortably ahead here. And the Class D2 State High School football playoffs, 41-14 to is the score. So Blue Hill is going to go to 9-1 and on the season after this one. Hemmelberg up under center again. The backs will be in the I formation. Both ends in tight. Hemmelberg using up the entire play clock here. Now he's got hands under center. Looks over the defense. And Hemmelberg is just going to come back and uh, take a knee. Is popped there by the defensive line of uh, St. Mary's. But he takes the knee back here and... Blue Hill's just going to run out the clock here with a minute and 50 seconds to play. Himmelberg takes the knee. That was a loss of two yards in the play. Himmelberg again up under center. And that's all they're going to do. They're going to take a couple of knees there. And this ball game is going to be over. Blue Hill will win in the state high school football playoffs in round number two for the first time in seven years. As they're going to blow away the uh, St. Mary's Cardinals here in this uh, football game. Here tonight as Himmelberg again just goes back and uh, takes a knee. We're down to a minute and 18 seconds to play. Now in this football game coming up, we're going to have our, our post-game show brought to you by New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery. So uh, stick around for that. And now we're going to have a timeout called. We're going to have a timeout called here. When we come back, a minute and 10 seconds to play. In the uh, fourth quarter, we'll take a break with a score. Blue Hill 41 and St. Mary's 14. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation. 
a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. The Breeze 94.5. And the coach is about ready to get wet. He doesn't know it. No, he doesn't know it. And Cody Manns and Colin Brown are going to be the uh, guilty parties there. They have grabbed the uh, the water bucket. John Coffey is about ready to get wet. Here's uh, Himmelberg off to the right side. His pass is going to be caught out here and then dropped at the 32-yard line. The intended receiver was uh, Eric Waterman for the uh, Bobcats, so an incomplete pass. That's going to bring up a, a fourth down situation now. And Blue Hill will have to punt the football away with a score sitting at 41 to. 14 here in this ball game. And now Blue Hill will uh, punt here in this one. The water bucket is lined up and it's hiding behind big old Colin Brown, which is easy to hide behind. Uh, you, could, you could hide three or four up behind yeah, him. Yeah, at 300 pounds and six foot five, it's being hidden nicely back there. Here comes the uh, kick. It's going to come down here at the 25. It's going to be fumbled. It is picked up by Blumenstock and he's going to return the ball to the 29 yard line. So we're going to have one more possession here for uh, St. Barry's, and their season is going to be over. And Blue Hill will look forward to uh, next week. Uh, they'll take on either Twin Loop or uh, Garden County next week. Twin Loop, 24-6 to right now. They got the lead over uh, Garden County. Here comes the water bucket. It's moving into a position here. Still behind the big old boy, Colin Brown. He's going to get some assistance now from a John Rouse who's going to try to hide the uh, water bucket. He won't need much assistance. Look at that beard that uh, Brown's got. They're going to dump a little water out to make it a little easier to uh, to maneuver down there. He's going to hand the ball away. It's going to go straight ahead to the 30-yard line. So not much there. Just a uh, short gain. We're at 45 seconds to play. So when do you douse the coach? You oh, I think any time. You've got to do it now. And here comes the water bucket. John Coffey's pretty quick and elusive, though. Watch oh, out. Here we go. The fans are going to make some noise, and John's going to know that something's up here. There's another running play. It's going to be stacked up here at the line of scrimmage. We're down to 28 seconds to play. You've got to make uh, your move, you've got boys. To, yeah, you got to go now because Coach is going to start going across field to find Tony Allen, head coach for St. Mary's. They, okay. They've got to get her done. Here's a Colin Brown. He's got the one side of the bucket. The other side is a Cody Manns. Here's a running play to this side, though, across the 35 out to the 39-yard line. We're down to nine seconds. You've got to make your move right here, boys. you got to make your move to a John Coffey. Oh, they're waiting too long. It's going to bring up a first and ten with seven seconds to play here in the ball game. There's the bucket, and it's right behind the coach. Oh, my goodness. You've got to dump it. You've got to dump it. We're at the 40 or 39-yard line. John Coffey moving up uh, and down the sidelines. Yeah, this is he's going to find out. You, you've got to do it now. Two seconds, one second, and it's uh, come to an end. He's going to turn around, and he's going to get wet right there. Oh, they did get him, finally. And time is going to expire. John Coffey just got a uh, nice little bath here. For the first time in seven years, the Blue Hill Bobcats have moved into the third round of the state high school football playoffs, and they have an easy time of things with uh, St. Mary's tonight. Final score. It was a Blue Hill 41, St. Mary's 14. You're listening to High School Football on the Breeze. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. 
rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. The South Central State Bank of Campbell, Franklin, Oxford, Blue Hill, and Red Cloud is a full-service bank offering every banking service your family might need, offering internet and mobile banking. Log on to southcentralstatebank.com. Good luck, sports teams from the South Central State Bank, member FDIC. We're the you get more Superstore Outlets. Superstore, shopping centered around you. Stop shop that gives you more Shopping center around You, you, you Whether you get more Superstore Alex Superstore Is back pain keeping you from doing the activities you enjoy? Is hip, knee, or ankle pain making even the shortest walks difficult? Is hand, wrist, or finger pain making you cut tasks short or take frequent pauses? New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery is here to tell you that you don't have to live with the pain. With training in a wide range of specialties, New West has the doctor to get you back into the game. Schedule your appointment today. No referral is necessary. All major insurances accepted. The Breeze 94.5. All right, we're back here in Blue Hill. The Bobcats, they uh, win it here tonight as they knock off a St. Mary's final score of 41-14 to as we welcome you into the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary, no matter the activity. New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointments today. So, again, it was a couple of quick touchdowns in the first quarter for Blue Hill. St. Mary's tried to move the ball against the win in the first quarter and couldn't do it. Actually, uh, three plays and out in the first two possessions, and Blue Hill took advantage of that, scoring from the 38-yard line both times. The first time, seven plays in 38 yards as Trent Carr took it in from Seven yards out in their first possession to make it a six-to-nothing ball game. Then on their second possession, Lane Dicely scored from 37 yards out. They got the two-point conversion this time, and Blue Hill jumped out to a quick 14-to-nothing lead here in the first quarter. Second period, John Rouse threw a 33-yard touchdown pass to Cody Manns to make it a 21-to-nothing ball game after the PAT was good. Blue Hill scoring two more times in the uh, second period. Trent Carr got loose and went 55 yards for a score to make it 27 to nothing. Then right at uh, halftime, with no time left on the clock, John Rouse threw a 22-yard touchdown pass to McCoy Minky. The two-point conversion was good. This game was at 35 to nothing at halftime in favor of Blue Hill. We had the running clock in the second half, so not much uh, scoring activity. Blue Hill got a uh, seven-play, 65-yard drive in the third period as Lane Dysler. He took it in from three yards out to make it a 41 to nothing ball game. And then St. Mary's scoring a couple of times in the fourth quarter. They actually got a two-yard run from Josh Cuddy to make it 41 to 8. Blue Hills' second teamers fumbling the football away late in the ball game, and it was pounced on by St. Mary's at just a 13-yard field this time. Two plays, 13 yards. They got a two-yard touchdown pass from Josh Cuddy to uh, Grady Seaman. And the final margin of victory, 41-14 to this afternoon as a Blue Hill knocks off St. Mary's. They go to 9-1 and 
on the season. St. Mary's will drop to eight wins and two losses on the season as Blue Hill will move into round number three of the St. High School football playoffs next week. Well, and this one was more impressive than that win against Paxton last week as uh, Blue Hill dominated on both sides, offensive and defensively side of things. I see Colin Brown out there, Ty. It's a good thing they shook hands. I think Stu was telling him, sorry, I picked against you, big feller, but uh, you got a good interview now going to head coach John Coffey. But, again, a good win and a uh, very celebrated win here as uh, Blue Hill, for the first time in seven years, advances another round in the playoffs. For St. Mary's in the ballgame, Josh Cuddy goes all the way at quarterback. His numbers, not real impressive as uh, throwing the football. Seven, seven of 16 passing tonight for 21 yards. He threw one touchdown in the ballgame. St. Mary's has rushed the uh, football 36 times for 107 yards, so 128 of total offense in this ballgame on 52 offensive plays. St. Mary's flagged just three times in this ballgame and they were able to put up uh, 10 first downs in the uh, ball game. Leading uh, ball carrier in the game again, Josh Cuddy, 21 carries, 85 yards, and a touchdown, and he also threw for 21 in the game. For Blue Hill, very impressive numbers today put up uh, by the Bobcats. Their quarterback, John Rouse, finishes the day very impressive, 7 of 8 passing, 172 yards. Rouse with two touchdowns from 33 and 21 yards out. Blue Hill rushed it 45 times for 248 yards, so 420 of total offense in the ball game. 15 first downs and seven penalties in this ball game. Individual uh, leaders, again, you heard Rouse's numbers, 172 yards of passing and two touchdowns. Trent Carr finishes the game with uh, 18 carries, 127 yards, and two touchdowns. Lane Dicely, eight carries, 55 yards, and two touchdowns. John Rouse, seven carries, 34 yards. And uh, wide receivers of uh, interest, McCoy Minky with three receptions, 88 yards, one touchdown. Kyle Manns with a couple of receptions, 36 yards and a touchdown. And Trent Court with one reception and 14 yards. But uh, a big offensive output and a big defensive statement made today here in Blue Hill. And uh, we've got company. Yeah, Tim Strumpf is going to join us in the uh, postgame show with the assistant coaches for uh, Blue Hill. And, Coach, uh, congratulations. That was a pretty impressive victory for you guys. Thank you. We'll take it. It was a pretty complete game by our fellas. Uh, we did a good job on both sides of the ball. Defensively, you guys, uh, what was the final numbers, Jimmy? You give up One, only 128. 128 yards to a pretty good offensive uh, team here. Talk about your defensive effort here. Well, I mean, uh, we match up well with power run teams, uh, and, and that's what they were, and we, we took that away from them for the most part. I'll tell you what, uh, there's not too many folks that's going to match up uh, with your offense, with your, your stable of running backs back there. You guys are going to be uh, tough to beat down the stretch here. Well, we, we got a lot of players. I mean, we don't have one all-star, but we have a lot of very good players, and uh, we do a good job of spreading it around. Uh, so we have a lot of options, and it's tough to defend when you don't know who's going to get the ball. Well, and we talked about it to midway through the game. I think at one time, Dicely had 48 yards and uh, and uh, 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 Carr, I, why I slipped me, my memory all the time, but Carr with about 52 yards, and then Carr went off on a big running play. But you guys could shuffle them in. Court did not get into action last week. We seen he was in street clothes, but he's a nice little spark plug in there for you, too. You've got a lot of weapons in that backfield. Yeah, I mean, we've got a stable of runners there, and uh, our line did a nice job up front getting a helmet on somebody. Uh, creating some holes, and uh, the backs took it from there. 
John Rouse. Uh, talk about him as a quarterback. He's come on here. The last uh, two ball games that we have seen, he's played extremely well. And uh, this one was uh, no different tonight. Seven of eight passes he completed for 172 and a couple of touchdowns. Yeah, you know, we're a run team first, but we, we know we have to pass it to keep teams honest. And we did a good job of that, you know, when we've seen them cheating up their corners to help fill on the run, you know. That's when we went to some passes, and we had some wide-open receivers, and he hit them. Yeah, talk about uh, you got your receivers behind their secondary a couple of times. All he had to do was lay the ball in there. What was uh, the secret of getting those uh, wide receivers open? Well, like I said, they were biting hard on the run. So it's a lot of run fake. Uh, we're, we're pretty good at play-action pass. Like I said, keep teams honest so they don't load the box. Well, and I tell you, the other thing uh, defensively as opposed to the game last week, I thought this was more you played well on both sides of the football. Special teams is good. Maybe one thing to nitpick, you had some fumbles. You put the ball on the turf, uh, I think, three times, and they come up with it, but it didn't really hurt you. Your defense uh, was really able to stand tall. But one thing I've noticed is your team speed on defense. You could stretch a fast offensive team out, push them to the, uh, the edges, and they don't get a whole lot around the corner. No, like I said, we got eight athletes out there at all times, and all of them can run. And uh, all of them can tackle fairly well. And they did a nice job with their assignments tonight. We didn't blow any coverages. And when we do that, we're going to shut people down. All right, now the $100,000 question here. Uh, where in the heck is uh, South Looper? Where we're maybe playing next week? I think it's Sargent, isn't it? <laughs> We've been trying to figure that out. There's so many consolidated schools anymore, and they name them all. And uh, trying to figure out where we're where we're possibly going uh, next week, we'll get uh, we'll get that pulled up on the map. But uh, I think Mike's got the updated score over there uh, in that ball game. It's uh, halftime, 52 to six. Twin Loop has uh, got the lead, so it's going to be a uh, an away game for you guys uh, next week. And uh, all we got to do is find out where Twin Loop's at, and you guys will probably be ready for uh, uh, round number three. Huh? Well, we'll send the bus driver to Sergeant, and we'll go from there. <laughs> You know, I know they have a really good team. They haven't lost this year, and they nobody's really pushed them. But uh, um, I think we're up for the challenge. Talk about the feelings about finally getting back to the the third round of the state playoffs. I think this is the first time that John told me in the seven years that you guys are back in the round number three. Yeah, we kind of got in a rut there for a while. We got out in the second round for the last seven years, which isn't a bad thing. But, yeah, obviously we want to go further, and this year we're – Moving a little further. Well, okay. there is a lot of teams out there that would just love to make the playoffs as many times as you guys have. But, yeah, this is a really kind of a monkey off your back. Uh, you got to, got the win and uh, get on to the next, uh, next week's uh, events. Yeah, that's right. It, it was a big one. And it's all, it was in the back of their minds, and they wanted this one bad. And, uh, like I said, we executed from start to finish. You know, there wasn't a lot of things that uh, we did wrong tonight. Okay, my man, we'll see you next week. Thank you, guys. Yep, Tim Strauff. He's uh, one of the assistant coaches for uh, Blue Hill. Again, the Bobcats rolling in this one tonight, 41-14 to over uh, the Cardinals of uh, St. Mary's. And again, a uh, pretty complete uh, football game there for the Cats, and they'll get ready for round number three next week. Well, it was, uh, again, very, very press- impressive. And against a team, when I looked at it offensively, I thought, boy, they got a couple of running backs, or uh, with uh, Cuddy being basically a running back back there, he had really put up some big numbers. And then, uh, you know, the other guy out there in uh, Blumenstock, he had put some big numbers up this season, but Blumenstock really uh, not much yardage. He didn't even get to 20 yards is what I had him down. So uh, a great job defensively. A lot of the yards came late in the game when they had the little bobcats out on the field but an impressive showing tonight here in blue hill they'll have to go on the road but uh again this is a big win for uh, john coffee and his blue hill bobcats they advance uh, on to the uh, third round of the playoffs we'll get you a scoreboard update brought to you by furniture direct we deliver the score furniture direct delivers to your door get free local delivery setup and removal on any beauty rest mattress purchase 
Get more than what you'd expect when you shop Furniture Direct just south of the Sonic Drive-In in Hastings or online at FurnitureDirectHastings.net. And a lot of the action is uh, coming up tonight or just uh, getting started. Class D1 scores that we have so far. First quarter, Palmer 6 and Alma 6. That game is over on Classic. It's 98-9 KKPR tonight. Uh, some other games that we see in. Here's uh, Howells Dodge out on top of Lords Central Catholic. Uh, a score of 14 to nothing. That's a D1 score. Creighton has won tonight. Creighton over Tri-County, 76-33. Some D2 results at halftime. Twin Loop has got the lead over Garden County, 52-6. to That's a halftime score. Blue Hill winners over St. Mary's tonight, 41-14. to uh, In the fourth quarter is Osceola, 28, and Fall City Sacred Heart, 26. In the first quarter, Humphrey St. Francis and Why Not tied up at eight points apiece, and Bruning Davenport Shickley out on top of Randolph there in the first quarter. The score is 14 to nothing. So again, Blue Hill wins it 41 to 14 over St. Mary's tonight. The Cats are now nine and one on the season. They go to the play again the next week in the third round of the state playoffs, most likely playing in Sargent against Twin Loop. We'll definitely let you know about that as the uh, night unfolds and as uh, we get you through the. Uh, Busy Thursday coming up, but again, uh, Blue Hill, nice win tonight. Jumped out to a 14 to nothing lead in the first quarter, 35 to nothing at halftime. They sail tonight as they beat uh, the Cardinals by the score of 41 to 14. For Gene Shaw, for Jimmy Purcell, I'm Mike Will, wishing you a very pleasant good evening from Blue Hill. You've been listening to high school football on the Breeze 94.5 KLIQ Hastings. The proceeding has been an exclusive presentation of Platte River Radio Sports. You hear us cruising Burlington.